0: Factory sealed. It is the seventh day of August in the year of our curse, 2016. My name is Eric Peters, and joining me today is Tom, probably still Jack Grant Ragan. <laughs> hey guys, I hear no difference. Uh, it's the <laughs> same guy right there, Jack Tom. Hello, Jess, Rugmunchier. <laughs> something or other last name. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Dan the troglodyte Curtis Hello. Mm. You sound quite sophisticated For having a Cro-Magnum forehead That's too complicated
1: A word for a Sunday
2: You did sound sophisticated there
0: uh, Hello
2: Channeling <laughs> your inner Jackrat
0: Don't mind my protruding
1: Brow I feel <laughs> like we brought Jack down to our level By the end <laughs>
0: Feel like he was just halfway through the show. He just slumped back in his chair, and drool started coming out.
1: That's <laughs> what happens to me.
0: <laughs> but we were oh, convinced, it. Tom, that it was actually you, and that you'd pulled a long con. We were just waiting for the end of the show for you to go.
1: <laughs> I, I've, still you. No, I've still had no. I still had no evidence to the great. contrary.
0: So, <laughs> it's true. Because you be... seem... Go ahead.
3: I was going to say that would be like a link between worlds twist right there.
2: Oh. oh yes. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's not much of a twist
0: then. <laughs> oh you shut up.
2: <laughs> Are you kidding me? We've
0: been through this. I think Dan's <laughs> just saying it wasn't a twist because he's salty. He's an idiot. And he doesn't Ooh. want to admit that we were all right. No, you're never right.
1: Yeah. You've only been ever right about Rogue Galaxy and that's it.
0: And Yes. And, and there's another yes. game. There isn't.
3: There is Oh yes. Murder on the Eurasia Express. <laughs> <laughs> that's gotta be it, right? <laughs> I think that's it.
0: I I'm a bit I'm a bit fuzzy on the title, um, but we'll go with murder on the Eurasia Express. Have we found out if we can actually get
3: our hands on a copy of that? Um Yeah, it must be that round there somewhere. Must be up on the old internets. I mean, it's Japanese exclusive, but <laughs> wasn't it
0: published by Enix? Yeah. Oh, it's got to be great. somebody. Surely somebody's done a translation. Well, there's an ISO so. here. We could get the ISO, and we could actually
3: play it. I think we should one day. We talked about it enough.
1: You guys ever play back in... Well, Eric, you probably haven't, because you never used to play a Pokemon, but when Pokemon Gold and Silver came out, I always remember somebody... Had the Japanese version and completely translated it into English, and it came out about six months before it did officially over here. And I remember playing it before it actually came out. It's really good. Uh,
0: wow! Get you missed your fancy pants. I know mm. that's I called just, I piracy. Just, I just remember that. I know. <laughs> Coming. Everybody from did the piracy guy. back in the day. Everybody no. had a
1: chip. Everybody had a chipped PlayStation. No, they, uh, everybody. everybody. Like, oh, I yeah.
0: couldn't come across a person who didn't because guess what? I didn't. I supported my hobby with cash
3: dollars.
2: <laughs> I think that it was like too scary.
1: No, mm-hmm. it
3: was just Dave on the corner. He'd solder a chip into your back PlayStation. It was of your PlayStation.
1: always somebody at your dad's work. <laughs> these
0: it always was someone. take you around back. He'd open up the trench coat and just solder a chip <laughs> into your PlayStation. <laughs>
2: Not all he'd solder.
3: Ooh. Oh Jess, Jesus Christ. We're, just the We're starting tower. early. Uh, no, I didn't like that.
0: Your new lifestyle has really taken a toll on you, huh? Yeah. Taking a dump. <laughs> <laughs> I mean Jess is into that too, I guess.
1: <laughs> as well as well, the rug
3: As well as flushing your keys down the toilet.
2: Oh my god.
3: Jessie, you'll be
0: happy to know that I've done that as well.
2: Did you ever get them back?
0: Oh, I had to. They were my only set of car keys. How he did they went get down the- to Wait. the sewers and explored. His- <laughs> yeah. where was yeah. this? This was at a Kmart. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Well, you just reach down to the down the U
0: Imagine You just
1: somebody walks into the toilets, and you just you just have your arm down it, just wave it and go
0: hello. Well, how many? What kind of bathrooms do you shit in over there? Do they not have doors on the? Yeah,
1: in imagine you don't bother with that; you just crack on. I
0: was shitting in the urinal. <laughs> just sitting there. Like... I've
1: seen somebody doing that once on a night out. It was quite special.
0: So, Jess. <laughs> It is possible, being a sitter, to drop your keys in the toilet. That because... makes me feel better. No. I keep have
1: keys out. Well, I...
0: just in case I needed to make a quick getaway. <laughs> I plug the shit or got to go. Does your car come to you if you press the key button? Oh, no, but I need to be ready. I sprint out, key in hand. I, put actually, I actually put the key between my knuckles so I can cut anyone that gets in my way. Okay. But no, what happened was I had this... washing your hands? No, of course not. (laughs) Just pause to wash your hands before (laughs) making a
1: quick getaway.
0: (laughs) So I was in this habit a long time ago of I would put my keys in my back pocket and leave the key fob dangling out just so I could grab it quick. Great for pickpockets. I mean, if anybody wanted to steal my car back then, it would have been awesome. So when I... (laughs) took my trousers down, and sat down, the wallet had loosened the keys a little bit. So when I pulled them up, they were just teetering on the edge, and they (laughs) fell in. And you can imagine the wonder that was in that pot that I had to reach through. Oh,
1: dude. No. No, we're not having that. No.
0: I did it. I had to make that split second decision because I'm thinking, great, it's a key fob, it's electronic. I can't afford to get this replaced, so I just mm. grabbed it right out. So it
3: was just like the scene at of Train Spine when he climbs oh, yeah, the toilet.
0: without the full acid trip, Sw-
3: swimming through.
0: <laughs> oh. And my thought process was incorrect because I grabbed it out of the water. It was all if, if it would have been destroyed, it would have been destroyed instantly but my thought was I can grab it quick enough where it won't get that wet. And then I immediately took it to the sink and ran it underwater. So
1: I it still play. replace all of them keys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like immediately. The
2: fob-, the fob didn't work though, did it?
0: It worked. Really? Yeah. Huh. I walked around the store for a while to let it air out and dry out before I pressed any of the buttons. How did yours happen? So exactly I <laughs>
2: had like my cell phone with me because I have like a cell phone wallet case, whatever. And then I had my key and my key fob. And I only have those two on my keychain because of my Saturn, my first Saturn, my Ion. It had a bunch of recalls because people were dying because the car would just turn off when people were driving. Oh, great. And so they said, only keep your key and your key fob on a keychain. Don't put any other keys on it. Well, yeah, so that's just
0: standard for any car.
2: That's so I had a very just the key and the key fob. And if I had all of my keys, I don't think this would have happened. But I uh, went to the washroom, and so I was holding my the phone shitter. Yeah, the wa- the washroom, the shitter.
0: You I the went to the lavatory.
3: Excuse me, where's the restroom? <laughs> <laughs>
0: I got to squeeze out a huge turd. <laughs> I had me I a love, bucket I of KFC a little bit ago. I'm going
1: to American Tom's the best.
2: So, <laughs> yeah, I had Orlando? it in my hand. And then <laughs> it went pee, turned around to flush the toilet, and I think my foam was slipping. So I, like... I don't know if I like sacrificed my keys or what. Wait, but my keys just fell into the toilet as it was flushing.
0: Hold on. Let me ask a follow up question. Two questions. First of all, well, one is more of a comment of I don't believe you that it was just pee. Why? Two. two <laughs> did you have your keys in one hand and your phone in the other? Like you just sat down to take a crap with things in your hand? She likes to gamble. Yeah. Like you just sat down and like held your held your hands up at like boob height and just holding this stuff. You're like, boy, I hope this doesn't fall in. <laughs> and then when you turned around, the phone started slipping out of your left hand. because I imagine that was in your left hand. And you went, this is slipping. I better throw the keys in the toilet so I can grab my slipping phone with my other hand. Is that how it happened?
2: Exactly.
1: See, the best part about this is if you were standing away from the toilet at a respectable distance like a normal person... Then this wouldn't have happened
0: now wait you clearly had to turn around to have this fall in so like you stood up and then turned around yeah I had to flush the toilet
1: why didn't you put your phone away
0: what kind of Where backwards country it? do you live in uh, that doesn't have automatic flushing toilets
1: what kind of female are you do you not have a bag
2: I, that's why i don't i didn't bring my bag with me i just have my every phone every girl hand. brings
1: a bag everywhere with them don't you have a purse
2: Yeah, but I have my own wallet as a more convenience factor.
0: Don't you have a pocket to put your keys in, at least? Like, I know phones are a little big, but a pocket to put keys in? Have you ever looked at girl pants pockets? Well, yeah, they're big enough for at least a tube of chapstick and some car keys. Yes,
1: there's many a time when the girls go by, I look at their pockets and I
0: think, But then
2: they'll fall out of your pockets.
0: They're tight enough to keep them in.
2: No, they're tight enough so they pop out. (laughs) It's happened before. I have lost a phone in the toilet because it was
0: in my back pocket. Well, I'm not talking about putting your phone in there. You could add your phone in your left hand with a tighter grip and then your keys in your tight pocket.
2: Well, no, I was holding them both because there's nowhere to put them down. So you just hold it. There's
0: like no shelf to set your valuables in the shitter? No. No. Man, you guys got to step your public restroom game of up. Fancy
1: place do you go to? <laughs> a shelf. <Yeah. laughs> like,
0: like our stall doors have hooks so you can hang up your coats. Oh my but god. But sometimes
2: you don't have hooks and like I've had to pee multiple times like holding my purse. It's just, just what set you set have it, to it on the do floor.
3: Like. Ew, hook. <laughs> hooks <laughs> is a great idea.
2: That's so gross.
1: Should you want to try going in the gents
3: Lewis Jess, it's even worse. Oh yeah, nine so times like a... out of ten, that floor is covered in piss. There's an inch of piss on the floor, yeah. and, the oh. yeah. and the
1: seat, and the seat. Quite more often than not, somebody just hasn't bothered flushing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but then, so it happened, and I didn't know what to do. So I like left the stall, and I was like trying to call Andrew to see if he had an extra key on him that he could just drive up.
0: And you were just gonna leave your keys in the toilet?
2: I couldn't see them; they had like disappeared.
0: Under and all then the I was poop.
2: Like Chit chit chit, And then I, someone came in and they were gonna go into that stall and I was like, no, 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 don't go in there. And then I was like, oh my god, she's gonna think I like took a huge shit and it didn't flush and I like, fl- I like I flushed my keys, I flushed my keys. And then I went to oh. one of the girls at the front and see if they had like a hanger that I could like try to fish them out. Oh. And she was like, I don't know what to do. I've never had this happen before. No. Like, no one does this. So she called the manager, and the manager was like, they're probably gone. Um, And she had told, like, all of the other cashiers at this point. So, like, everyone knew that I flushed my keys down the toilet. (sighs) And then the manager said, oh, I'll call the plumber, but he probably won't come in until Monday because they're really slow and – just leave me your name and number, and I'll call you if we can find them. But chances are, they're gone. And I said, yeah, probably. I'm like, but
3: well, well done, just
2: Jeff. letting you know so that I pictured someone going in there, flushing the toilet, and then just, like, it flooding everywhere.
3: So
0: you you don't know for a fact that you physically flushed them. They just went down into the tube.
2: No, like, they as I flushed the toilet, they fell.
0: Oh. And so they went... <laughs> So you, you didn't get down. him back?
1: No. Oh. No, yes, man. don't mean to I panic you at all. But chances are, that guy who jacks it outside your house has been down in the sewers looking for them. I know. And he's just emerged triumphantly, covered in shit,
2: <laughs> holding them mean. keys
1: aloft.
0: <laughs> and he's coming right now to your house.
2: But you can only get into <laughs> my car, so it's fine.
0: Well, then he could <laughs> use your garage door opener and get into your house.
2: Who do you think I am, Fancy Pants? I don't have a garage or a garage opener.
0: Wow. Mm-hmm. And you paid $300,000 for that house?
2: Oh, no. My new house, I do.
0: Oh. Fancy.
2: But not this one.
0: My new house.
2: My new house.
0: Uh, upgrade me. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, yeah.
2: <laughs> I had to call Uber for a half an hour ride to go to Andrew's work to pick up my a spare house key to get into my house to get my spare car key. Then I had to wait for my parents to drive oh, up. This was like playing on banjo? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was crazy. And then my parents came up, dropped me off, and then I was able to get into my
0: car. So based on the inconvenience of this situation, let's revisit our conversation about put your keys in your pocket.
2: Uh, girls' pockets are stupid.
0: So wear boy pants. But
2: that doesn't make my butt look good.
0: <laughs> there are some really tight boy pants out there. True. Are you roger in a desk? Somebody just fell
1: over.
2: Yeah.
3: I thought someone was playing with marbles.
2: No, my power cord fell out.
3: <laughs> my God. So what's up, of? Watch. Get
2: over it. My life is ridiculous. <laughs>
0: We'll just chalk it up to the shittiness of
2: 2016. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. It still has yet to like personally, physically hit Dan. It's hit him in a roundabout way. Yeah, it's getting there.
1: I was honestly half expecting the plane to Australia to go down and flames. So. <laughs>
0: Jesus.
4: God. <laughs> oh god.
0: I mean, Tom suffered a pretty massive downward dick punch yesterday, but... God, yeah. That just blows me away that... Yeah, he had to let
1: Jeeves go. That was it. (sighs) Yeah. the first time ever, he has had to prepare his own food and wipe his own backside.
3: (laughs) I just got the the fine through and I was like, but I don't have this much money.
2: (laughs) That's insane.
3: (laughs) Yeah. It's fucking crazy. So... Who knows what I'm on. No oh
0: yeah, bust out your American T-shirt, march right on into that there prosecutor's office. Go, I'm gonna fucking sue you.
1: <laughs> you ever sue ha- the people when you went ass over tip off your unicycle, Eric? Like?
3: I can't talk about it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, the problem is I'd have to sue the UK government, and I don't think I'd win. I,
1: I mean, don't know, like they're pretty idiotic. Squeaky
0: wheel gets the grease. <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's true. It's Tom versus Boris. <laughs>
4: oh, Boris.
3: Oh, God. That fucking clown. It's all his fault. He's going to be the next Prime Minister. Maybe.
0: God help I us. I
1: think anybody's got a chance now.
0: <laughs> even, even you?
1: Even Ronnie Pickering might have been for very-
0: <laughs> <laughs> His slogans would be the best. His big, his big campaign size. You know who I am? I'm fucking Ronnie Pickering.
1: I watched that video again like, about two weeks ago. It just increases. That's such a good video. I just love the guy. He just goes, who?
0: <laughs> Ronnie Pickering for PM. Who? Fucking Ronnie Pickering. Who's, Who's that? that? Me. Me. <laughs>
1: I love all his girlfriend's just sat there completely just not caring like, because he does this all the time. <laughs> this
0: is just Ronnie being Ronnie. <laughs> just texted her French, Fucking Ronnie.
1: Classic. <laughs> God. Oh, oh,
0: 2016.
3: I'm sure it will get better.
0: Well, it's going to next week. Is that a beautiful segue? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Into No Man's Sky.
0: Yes. Oh, Oh.
4: shit.
1: Yes, this (laughs) week, No Man's Sky is released.
0: I can't tell you how long it's been since I've actually been excited about a game as much as I am for No Man's Sky.
1: It feels like something special.
0: It does, and I'm I'm a little disappointed that there's been so much negative press around it recently because of the idiots that bought the $1,300 pre-release copies and are trying to spoil things. $1,300? I mean,
1: yeah, somebody spent 1300 to get two weeks before it releases.
0: Apparently oh. a bunch oh. of stores were breaking street date on it.
1: Shit. And we like, usually do though. I mean, it, this happens like sometimes when you order things online. Like when I got Metal Gear Sold Five, but yeah. four years before you guys. Yeah.
0: Well, even as early as Monday or Tuesday, there were stores in uh, New York that were breaking street date, and some of the publications out there were running around getting review copies of it.
1: Is it out tomorrow?
0: No, it's out Tuesday.
1: Okay, Tuesday. Let's see sure if it's releasing on the sh- same date
0: over here. August 9th. Yeah, ninth. Huh. I think it's. Even if it ends up being. Not as good as we hope, we kind of really only have ourselves to blame about it, or blame for that, because. The developer I... didn't really come out and promise all these grandiose things. He could have very easily gone full-on Peter Molyneux here and just made oh, yeah. all of these insane promises about this game. But since it was first announced, he's just kind of been tight-lipped, and he lets the gameplay talk for itself. He's like, here's what we're doing. Here's what we hope we're going to be doing. This is the game we want to put out.
1: What I like about it, though, he hasn't actually shown too much of it as well. I mean, there's gameplay footage, but you don't really know that much about it.
0: I have Mm -hmm. not watched a single video outside of any of the trailers shown at E3.
2: Wow. Me neither.
0: Because I want to go into it with that, that hype that I've generated for myself based on what I initially saw. Because I think watching too many videos and reading too many reviews and impressions just destroys... Your personal take on a game—you start to look at a game through somebody else's eyes instead of your own.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think this is the same with films nowadays as well, because like, particularly with the superhero films, by the time it's come out, they've had about five trailers, and you've seen most of the film. Yeah, and it's just—it's just no, it's, it doesn't work. Like Suicide Squad just came out, and I, I feel, feel I've seen a lot of that film. I already
0: is hot garbage. Apparently, uh... I've
2: heard it wasn't terrible.
0: Yeah, but it also wasn't good.
1: Yeah, but it has Margot Robbie. So? That's true. Even Jess understands.
2: <laughs> it's true. My name is Rod Muncher now. <laughs> <only>
3: that's Rookmunchier. <laughs> I
1: yeah, get it right.
3: <laughs> Sorry.
0: So are you guys all picking up no Man's Sky?
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah. No.
0: Well, Jess, you don't have a PS4. PC. Uh, South PC. It it won't be out until Friday. Oh. They pushed it to the 12th. Global PC release date of the 12th. I thought it was only coming for PS4 first. No. Well, technically (laughs) for five days or four days it is. Oh, wait. No, it's coming out on Xbox One, isn't it?
3: Yeah. No. No? I don't think so. I'm sure no, it's, it's PS4. Exclusive. It's an exclusive.
0: Okay, yeah, you're right. Mm. And you're not getting it, Tom?
3: No. He has no money. It's yeah, it's financial. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I'm in debt, so <laughs> I don't know. True.
1: Jeeves uh, to the back of the city.
0: <laughs> I mean you could go stand on the corner or the back alley and uh solder some chips into some PlayStations. Exactly.
1: Is that a euphemism? <laughs>
0: Yes. Yeah, I'll let you deduce what it means.
3: Before before all of this though, I did um pre order Final Fantasy fifteen. So that's oh, I got, I've i got that I've got that to look forward to. Cool. Yeah. As long as it's good. I'm worried it won't be good. I'm worried you're an idiot because it's gonna be awesome. Well, how would you know that, Eric? Because he's watched all the trailers. I've played No you haven't.
0: The disguise demo. You played it at my house. I
3: Oh yeah, I did.
1: Yeah. <laughs> even even that was good, and this is that was like two years ago.
3: It was good. Um yeah. but they had problems where it was being rewritten and stuff since that demo. Uh, so I'm not I'm just, I'm just a little bit concerned, but I think it's still gonna be at least. I a think good
1: game. people are gonna have to take off the nostalgia glasses for that one because it's obviously such a stark departure from other Final Fantasies. But I I always say this, every Final Fantasy has its own type of combat. Like, even, obviously you've got the ATB stuff, but even on every single game where that's been in, it's been different. True. Like, on Final Fantasy X, you can swap out the characters and stuff. Which I love. Well, look at how
0: different uh, 7 and 8 were in terms of combat. It was still menu-based, but you had materia versus the draw system.
1: And then nine was kind of you had some kind of standard leveling with the ability to actually equip abilities which you learned from your weapons, I think. Then obviously mm. ten had the active time battle system where you could swap out. Ten two had the dress spheres with the um where you could attack while enemies were attacking, which I thought was really good. Mm. And Final Fantasy twelve went like full MMO kind of style with completely flexible combat. So before yeah. you go
0: too much further Let's talk about ten two for a minute. I know okay. we we talk a lot about that, but that battle system is one of the best battle systems in Final Fantasy.
1: I d- I agree with that. I think it's fantastic.
0: And the dress spheres, it- awesome.
1: Did you ever get the mascot dress sphere? I did not. It's really complicated to get. You have to get episode complete on every single thing in chapter five. And if you've missed one tiny little thing throughout the entire game, then you have, to, then you don't get it.
3: Ugh, nope, uh, I, not not my thing. I'm um, I'm probably about thirty hours in on Final Fantasy X for on the Vita. Oh, nice! And uh, yeah, really enjoying that. I've not played, I've not completed ten before. Have you? I not? always got, I always got pretty far, and then I just stopped. Um, yeah, well, I'll I'm say about...
1: it's half a box of tissues ready for the end. It's cause... rough. Yeah,
3: yeah. I <laughs> yeah. That's 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 enough. I need to know. But yeah, I, I'm. It, I'm really enjoying it, and I love the battle system. It's actually one, it's actually my favourite battle system from all the Final Fantasies. Have you
0: gotten yeah. to the little blue shoe puff guy?
3: Who um... rides the, <laughs> Ride the
1: shoe puff?
3: Oh yeah, yeah. The last thing I did was I defeated
1: impossible, impossible.
3: <laughs> 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 Love that guy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Underrated.
1: Yeah. He needs his own spin off immediately <laughs> called Ride the Shoop off Ride
3: the Shoop.
1: <laughs>
0: oh, here he is. He's so funny. Anyway, go ahead, Tom, what were you saying?
3: Oh no, I was just saying that i I just defeated another version of um Maester Seymour. And oh, I
1: saw cool them fights.
3: And, yeah, it's the one where the strategy guide said that it was the hard one of the hardest bosses in the game, and I did die a few times, but...
1: Was it on Mount Gagazet? Yes. Yeah.
3: Yeah. It's um, the one where he move. starts
1: sucking out your health, isn't it?
3: Yeah. And he does this thing where he, um, first of all, he puts you in zombie form and then instantly casts life yep. on you. Yeah. So I, you have to use, well, cast uh, haste straight away so you can try and give yourself a holy water before he does that. And, yeah, I just had it to do was, a lot of grinding for it.
1: There was um, there's another fight later on. Well, actually, I won't spoil it, but yeah, I, no. um, I remember I just, by the time I'd got to the end, because when you get to the end, it completely opens out and you can do, like, mega leveling and stuff. My characters were so strong, I just blitzed through the entire end. Just I did, yeah. literally, I killed the last boss with one hit. Whoa.
0: <laughs> I did something similar because I was so, playing through that, I was a little annoyed that it wasn't open world. Yeah. So when it got to the point where it was open world, I'm like, I want to go back and visit all these places. Yeah.
3: Oh, nice. I mean,
1: Tom, when you get to the monster arena bit, that's where it really opens up.
3: Is that where you can get, like, farm lots of spheres and stuff? Yeah. Okay, and, uh, cool.
1: You unlock gradually stronger monsters, like some of them are ridiculous, and then you can kill them to get your ultimate weapons and stuff. And Oh, no, not your ultimate weapons. Like, better accessories, like things that break the HP limit and stuff like that. And uh... it's just... It's just great.
0: Tom, have you gotten to the infamous laughing scene yet?
3: Yeah, he's past I, that. Yeah, I think so. I think I was so, past that.
0: <laughs> I don't know if you guys saw, but it's, there was a interview that was released earlier this week that actually talked about that exact thing. Um, yeah, I saw that. I saw that. It, it's interesting because the, the interviewer basically asked... Did you realize how awkward and terrible this was? And everybody for a long time attributed it to the fact that it was just poor translation. <laughs> and just things didn't quite match up. And um, I thought well, it was It, was, really... it was the
1: game designer. He said he had been taking acting classes where they have to do fake laughs. Yeah. And that's what it was inspired by. Well, wow.
0: the, the other thing, too, that I thought was really interesting based in that that uh, interview was that a lot of the script had to be rewritten because of the way that this game was designed. So typical, if you watch an anime that's been dubbed in English, they don't really try super hard to match up what they're saying with the mouth movement. Sometimes it'll carry over. Sometimes it won't be quite as long and people just don't really care. However, Mm. the way that final fantasy X was designed is that a lot of the key segments were cued off of the mouth movements So, as soon as the mouth movement started, that's when it queued up the audio, and when it ended, that's when the next piece queued up. So, if the, Uh. the mouth movement didn't line up exactly down to like the millisecond with when you stopped speaking, it would cause the game to crash. So, the voice actors were talking about how difficult this was, and it was just very trying to make sure that you said everything in this short amount of time, so a lot of the script had to be rewritten for that exact purpose, but the developer said it was that laughing scene was just as awkward in japanese so it wasn't a translation <laughs> issue She's like we knew it was awkward there it was awkward here it was nothing other
3: than awkward
1: it's a classic yeah. wow so, uh, uh, I, uh, 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 yeah it's
3: bizarre <laughs> it's, that's that's that's, it, that's really interesting i remember when i first played that's ten t-shirt. <laughs> and then,
1: <laughs> we need one <laughs> <laughs> keep calm and ride issue both. That would those... only be better if on the back it said In Bibble.
0: I hate that keep calm and whatever type stuff, but that's probably the best one I've ever seen. Yeah, that's pretty good. Anyway, this... sorry, Tom.
3: No, I was, I was just saying that. I remember when I first played Ten and and I I loved the voice acting. I thought it was really cool that voice acting had finally come to Final Fantasy, but um, it did feel a little bit stunted when people spoke and and that exactly to your point when he was saying that they had to fit their lines in to match the mouth movements and stuff because yes. like even some of the way that some of the ways that when Waka delivers his lines he just kind of sounds so quick when he delivers it delivers it and the same with Riku as well it's just a bit it doesn't sound like all the all the actors are in the same room
0: well and you can definitely tell knowing that now that okay there was there was more to some of these conversations that just had to be cut yeah yeah, because it's so. Many. For the time,
1: it was pretty damn impressive.
0: Well, and that kind of—I was going to try to tie something in with talking about No Man's Sky and, and kind of the hype surrounding it. And I wanted to find mm. out from you guys what were some of the games from your childhood that you remember being the most excited for. and I was going to list Final Fantasy X for that exact reason, like voice acting. That was is one of them. For sure. to Final
3: Fantasy, yeah. um, for me, I, I was really excited about The Getaway for PS2.
1: Oh yes, because I was the, too.
3: the screenshots in the official PlayStation magazine were just, it, it looked on another level graphically. And um, I just remember sort of...
1: getting lost on that game because of the stupid indicator yeah. system. <laughs> yeah.
3: It was just cool. They, uh, you had no health meter, no map. Like, it was trying to be like something complete Wasn't that the one different. that was kind of based on the mob? Um, I think kind of oh no, I'm thinking of Mafia, got kidnapped sorry. at
1: the start or something and he had to do things for gangsters.
3: Yeah, like his kid gets stolen. his wife gets killed. <laughs> yeah, and his wife gets killed. And then he has to do jobs for some, some drug law guy. Like he jumped through various hoops in order to try and get his kid back alive. So it was a Grand Theft Auto clone. It's kind of like a Guy Ritchie meets Grand Theft Auto.
1: <laughs> it was basically yeah. GTA London, not made by Rockstar.
3: Yeah, it was made by um. Sony London, who are doing stuff with VR now. They're doing the, they did the London Heist demo for PlayStation VR. Huh. which which i 've not obviously tried, but it sounds pretty cool,
1: one of my biggest hyped games was Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. I remember oh, that coming yeah. out, and it was like when it came out over here i don 't know if this was just in the northeast, but it was like gold dust getting a copy, and I had to wait about yeah. a week before I could get one, really? and it was driving me crazy
3: oh, <laughs> that that reminds me when Melga other two came out we didn't ha- we didn 't have any big game shops in our town. We just had this one, which was just ran by some, some random French court. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, he. I used to go in there all the time and, and trade games and get money off, uh, off a new game. And then one day I came in with a few games because I wanted Metal Gear Solid 2, and he had this sticker on his Metal Gear display, and he said, No trade ins. He was like, For the first time, he wanted cash only for Metal Gear 2. I was like, You can't do that. And he's like, It's my shop. <laughs> I can do whatever I want. I was like, no, because I was super excited about about Thunder Liberty. Libby.
1: I was too. I mm. Still love that game.
3: Yeah, incredible. <laughs> and uh, and yeah, Final Fantasy VIII because I got it for Christmas.
0: Final Fantasy VIII was the first game I remember getting excited about because it came with a mm-hmm. it came on a demo disc of
1: oh, Crash Bandicoot. I think mine was.
0: I just opened it, too, the other day and wow. saw it. I don't remember what it was, but it was just the trailer. And I remember watching that trailer incessantly. <laughs> just over and over and over and over. And when it finally came out, I was just so excited about it.
1: Yeah, I used to get excited for the Tomb Raiders as well. Because yeah. I used to get them for Christmas every year.
0: Jess, what yeah. did you ever get excited about?
2: I was super stoked for Mario 64, which is super late.
0: But I was just really excited. Well, no, that's understandable. I mean that Cuz
2: it was like a mind-blowing for Oh me. yeah.
0: The, I think anybody who played games back then still remembers their first time playing Mario
3: 64. Yeah, I do. And I didn't even have an N64. I, I still think I remember
0: that. I think I've mentioned this before, but um when I got my N64, my mom had one as well and she had Mario 64. So when I got mine and my own copy, Mario 64, I just got rid of it because I didn't want it. Like, well, my mom's got one. I don't need it, which was so <laughs> dumb because I didn't live with her. <laughs> so I traded it for Wayne Gretzky's 3D Hockey. Shut up. That's such a
2: great game, though. Oh, don't
0: get me wrong. Love that game.
2: I will fight you. Let's play that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's a good, good choice, but not really much to carry a show.
2: <laughs> we can talk about the great one
3: uh who <laughs> is he you the number 100% one hero? Of the
2: shots you don't take
3: <laughs> <laughs> is that he
0: what he played said played field hockey right
2: I'll kill you
1: what's I hockey
0: f- <sighs> it's when you have a think- stick and you hit a ball into a net Bye. a ball well yeah field hockey
3: uh, no, I remember Wayne Gretzky, who was one of the USA's greatest hockey players or something.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> I suck.
3: <laughs> mm.
0: Yes, he was, Tom. Um, I was also going to say I got really excited for Halo 2. Halo 2 and San Andreas were two games that came out my freshman year in college. And I was living in the dorms. Broke as shit but just had enough money to get both of these games. And uh, I remember I was the only one in the dorms that got it. Well, one of my other buddies that I shared a a suite with had an Xbox and got this, and we would set up LAN parties and drape cables through the dorm rooms and down the halls to other people's rooms because I was the only one who figured out in the dorms how to get my Xbox connected to Xbox Live. Genius. Yeah. Yeah. So everybody else ran a cable into my room to get theirs hooked up to Xbox Live, and we'd all play Halo 2 together.
2: Do you remember how ridiculous, like, Ethernet cables were? Oh, yeah. Like, the ridiculously long, like, all-over-the-house, all-over-the-place cables. I
0: don't know why my mom ever let me, but she would let me drill holes through closet walls into different bedrooms. So when I had friends come over and bring their Xboxes and TVs, we wouldn't have to run cables through the floor. It was such a crude job. I'd just grab a drill with a huge (laughs) bit and just bore a hole through the wall. I feel
2: like everyone (laughs) did that.
0: Wow.
1: That's probably because you and your friends threatened to break a window's with Urban Golf if she didn't let you.
0: (laughs) Forgot about that. Play potato baseball. Yep. We did a lot of dumb shit. Um, (laughs) So, yeah. We should probably talk about our games for the week we should we played two this week i I know last week we initially only said one but then a couple days into the week we realized that one game is like 30 minutes long at best it really is so we moved on to the second one um kirby's dreamland for the game boy we haven't done a whole lot of game boy games we did no i think we've only done one Links Awakening. In a hundred and five episodes, we've done one Game Boy game. Jesus
1: Christ, we're we up to a hundred and five.
0: Well, this is a hundred and six. What? That was my first console. <laughs> How many people had a Game Boy?
1: I had a I, Game Boy I, Color. I, I think. I yeah, my Game
3: Boy. I went everywhere with my Game Boy. And a lot of batteries.
0: I
1: spent yeah. an entire summer with me and my friends just playing. He had. Pokemon Blue. I had Pokemon Red. We just we used to play it constantly. And we were transferring yeah. Pokemon between each other's games, trying to get all 150. It was, I just remember <laughs> that vividly. Yeah,
0: I never had a color. I had two regular Game Boys, but never a po- never Game Boy Color. Oh.
1: I just actually. remember I just remember being crouched in various places with the stupid USB light above it so you could actually see <laughs> it
0: so Have you tried to go back and play a regular game boy Tom um it's too blurry for me. It's impossible to play even just... in direct sunlight or with a light directly above you. I don't know how that console ever sold as much as it did because you couldn't see it
3: i know and and yet I Clearly loved it and was fine with it for many years. <laughs> yeah,
0: the the um, best part was trying to play it in the car at night and just wait for the next oh, to come by. Yes, <laughs> like I can god. move. Oh, I can move.
3: Yeah. Oh my god, that brings that up would memories. Me
2: such a headache.
3: It was it, yeah. even
0: trying to adjust the contrast on the side of it.
3: Yeah, it didn't do anything. <laughs> no. Just made it a bit more washed out. <laughs>
0: But what a fantastic system! And
3: yeah, it was, and it got a second wind when Pokemon came out. I remember. Yes. You know, it was. You know, for an old device like that, it really held up throughout its revisions as well. Like the Game Boy Pocket came out, I think, and then the color. But I still had my old brick. I wanted a Game Boy Pocket fun. so bad. Yeah, me too. There was like. I couldn't convince my parents to buy me it because it was basically the same thing, but just smaller. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I had the um, purpley Game Boy color where you could see the innards. Oh, oh. So the cool
0: one. Yeah, the cool one. I mean, that nice. was the coolest one. But I
1: don't they even had, know like, where that is. I wonder if I, I still got it.
2: I love that purple color.
0: They did Their that for the cool. N64 as well, didn't they? Yeah,
2: that's what yeah. I had.
1: Oh. There's definitely the see-through Xbox because I've got that as well.
2: Oh, really?
0: Oh. Yeah, it's ex- wow.
1: called Xbox Crystal, and uh, it's e- even the controller's see-through, and you can see, like, the um, vibration whirring and stuff as it uh, goes around. It's really cool.
0: I wish more consoles would do that these days. I know it would up production costs and all of that, but oh. when the Nintendo Wii was being marketed, they marketed it as having all of these different colors, and then it came to America in white. <laughs> like, But Japan gets all these other colors.
3: Yeah. Do you remember when the PS2 came out in loads of colors in Japan?
0: Yeah. Which Same thing. Like, they had yellow. A yellow it, PS2.
3: Yeah, it was awesome. We just get black. So
0: I resorted <laughs> to getting some of those sticker skins and putting it on there and making it like a metallic orange.
1: I had loads of stickers on my PS1. Oh, <laughs> I used to get them free
0: with magazines,
1: and I had yeah.
3: a Crash Bandicoot one, which was circular, which went on the lid. Yep. <laughs> yeah, Eric, didn't Eric have a, didn't you have a Team Raider one that you I, couldn't get off? <laughs> I did, and I've
0: recently tried taking it off and it just destroyed the lid. Gugon. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, that oh. destroys the plastic.
2: Really?
0: Yep. Oh.
3: I, I had one of those little mini uh, PS1s with the screen. I
0: still have one.
3: Oh, they're so That's cool. Awesome. And I have a
0: car charger for it. Wow. <laughs> That's worth something. So I did what? a I did a road trip with a, a buddy, and we were playing some games, playing some RPGs in the car.
3: Wow, what were you playing? Uh,
0: unfortunately, the hot turd of Chronocross. <laughs> oh, <No. laughs> has there ever
1: been a, late, yeah. a more underwhelming sequel? Well,
0: it's not really a sequel. Has there ever been a shittier battle system? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Who is did driving you? the car?
0: Totally. <laughs> Christy was. We were both sitting in the back seat plane, and she was up front <laughs> driving. <laughs> <laughs> we had it perched. We we put the console on the armrest between the seats, and like wedged some stuff to keep it there so it wouldn't fall if she braked.
2: Oh my god! And just that's sat there me. and played.
1: Like, I really wish they would make another Chrono Trigger. I think that well, like
3: I am no, but did you guys see um, Cosmic Star Heroine? I think I shared the video with you. You did not. Yeah, you did. That looks alright. That's basically Chrono Trigger crossed with Fantasy Star, and it looks incredible. And also, yeah, I am Satsuna is uh, is a very very Chrono Trigger like in the in terms of the battle system. Is apparently. Cosmic
0: Star Heroin out?
3: Uh, I, I think it's due out later this year. It says it was coming this summer. Yeah, it, well, it's not. It's not far off.
1: I know um, I showed Eric this earlier this week, but did anybody else see the footage of the guy who was making a game based on kind of assets of Final Fantasy Fifteen, but he's making his own thing?
0: I was not impressed. Mm-hmm. No. no. Are you not? <laughs> no. I looked at him yeah. like, this. I mean, this looks like a, a high grade project that someone would do to graduate from game design school.
1: Yeah, but he made it himself.
0: Well, it's impressive. Don't get me wrong, <laughs> but like, I didn't re- want to play it as a game.
1: I did. I thought it looked really good. It looks like a cross between Devil May Cry and Final Fantasy. <laughs>
0: it yeah. looked and, uh, like a straight up Final Fantasy 15. With it didn't. It did. Even the main Is character it? was pulled directly from Noctis. He looked yeah identical. because
1: he because he said he based it on Final Fantasy 15 because when he was developing it, that's what he was trying. He was trying to make his own like version of it, and then if he does bring it to production, it'll all change.
0: So basically, he would not make that game then. because he would change the characters and stuff. (sighs) But Um,
1: combat's nothing like Final Fantasy XV. It's everything like Final Fantasy XV. The character
0: darts around, he warps, he throws his weapon at things. He doesn't? He does. doesn't. It's more Um, hack
3: and slash than Final Fantasy XV. There's still tactics to it. Oh, Dan, do you think you'll pick up I Am Setsuna? sooner?
1: Mm, I have too many RPGs to play. I mean, yeah, No Man's right. Sky is going to eat a long lot of time. I'm playing through Dark Chronicle, and Final Fantasy mm-hmm.
3: 15 comes out next month, so that's it's, a huge chunk. It's one I think I'm going to wait for for the price to go down, like for it to go on sale or something. Twenty
0: bucks and I'd be all over it. Forty's
3: a little high. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. I think it's thirty two ninety nine here. It could be a like...
1: PS Plus game at some point. You never know. So. Oof.
3: Oh, with the way PS Plus is going, I don't know. God.
1: Anybody <laughs> Tr- try this month's game? Tricky towers.
4: Tricky towers.
1: Uh, the Rebel Galaxy one just feels like a crap oh. No Man's Sky. Oh, I've
3: not played it. <laughs> Before I never we get too them. far
0: off our tangent, Dan, you told me to play Fury. I did. The game is shit. It's great.
1: What I'm are you not, talking
0: about? It's not fun. Did you die? No, I turned it off before the end of the tutorial battle and went, this isn't fun. What kind of this game is one? it? It's a boss battle simulator is all it is.
1: But it's good. It's really good.
3: Uh, give, it a, give it a go. Oh, Tom, it is good. I'll, 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 go yeah, I'll try to try it. give it a whack. <laughs> <laughs> Bosses a are
1: so intelligently designed. It's so good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The first guy, yes, that's a tutorial. It's not that exciting, you, know, you when get tu- onto the other ones. You, know, you when really a have
0: to think about what you're doing. When a game's tutorial turns you off, it's probably a bad sign.
3: <coughs> but you have no attention span. No, but Eric, don't you remember Pocky and Rocky's tutorial was pretty well, poor? No,
0: that, it was, that was just poor by design of like, okay, why are we doing this 15 times? It wasn't difficult. It wasn't unfun. It was mm. just too long. This tutorial's like, well, I'm not going to enjoy this game in the slightest. Okay. Well, I loved it, so screw you. I can see why you'd like it. Why? You were <laughs> expecting an insult, weren't you? Yeah. No, <laughs> I'm just being legitimate. I'm giving you a compliment. I could see why you would like it.
3: No. That's no weird no. that you're no.
2: doing
3: yeah. like that. No. He's, like, he's on edge now, Eric.
0: I'm trying not yeah. to be offensive. Kiss <laughs> off your ass. <laughs> yeah. So back to our game for this week. Yes, sorry, Kirby's Dreamland and Kirby's Dreamland Two for the Game Boy. The first one released August of ninety two, developed by HAL Laboratories.
1: Mm. Yes. yes,
0: first game in the Kirby series and the debut of Kirby himself. First game oh, in really?
3: the Kirby series. Yeah, it wasn't on the NES. Nope,
0: so oh, this huh. game established many of the staples that still exist in a lot of recent Kirby games um, but not all of them no, there was no copyability in this game Which
1: i was I kept swallowing enemies, thinking that it was going to change <laughs>
0: is this not in it <laughs> and we'll we'll get to that in, in a bit, but Kirby was initially. Created to just be a a placeholder character. He's just a dummy character until they they ironed it out. But as they developed the game around this character, they began to like him more and more and said, you know what? We're just going to keep this character in here because we like him. He fits the design. So they renamed him Popopo. And the game in Japan was named Twinkle Popo. (laughs) But that's obviously a terrible name. So they renamed like him it. to Kirby and then named the game Kirby of the Stars in Japan. Oh. So at the time, no color was actually chosen yet. And there's kind of this little bit of a, a battle about what color should he be. Uh, the developer wanted him to be pink. And although Miyamoto didn't have a direct hand in developing the game, he thought that Kirby should be yellow. Well, the main yeah. color ended up being pink. But down the road, a lot of recent Kirby games have multiple colored Kirbys. So I guess in the end, Miyamoto kind of got what he wanted. Um, but here in America, if you look at the box art, Kirby's white.
3: Yeah, he was white everywhere as well.
2: I don't think I could picture him anything but pink. That's racist.
0: <laughs> and he was, he was white because Nintendo of America designed the box art and decided to keep him white to match the grayscale of the console. Ah, uh, okay. That makes sense. And that was the birth of Kirby. Hmm. So this game, side-scrolling 2D platformer, if you've played a Kirby game, this is basically any Kirby game you've played really watered down and stripped of most of the modern features. Um, King DDD has taken all the food from Dreamland for a Midnight Feast, and Kirby's mission is to stop him and get it back. Simple story, The game itself is exceptionally short. <laughs> it
3: really is. Yeah, like, I was surprised.
0: Forty-five. Yeah. It took me about forty-five minutes because I paused for a little bit. I died twice and maybe
3: checked the clock five minutes late. I think it took me just over an hour or so. I got a bit it took stuck. Me
1: about forty minutes, like you, were I would say. And it's oh. it, yeah.
0: Jess, did you beat it?
2: Yeah, I was I went back and forth to it though, because I started it last night. and then I got way too tired.:
0: ah. mm. So it's short because it lacks a save function, and the developers yeah. wanted it to be a game that anybody could pick up and play, even those who didn't have experience with action or platforming games. But they didn't want to turn off the hardcore gamers, so they developed a hard mode within the game. So at the end of the credits, did you watch long enough to see if you press up and select at the start screen Mm. it'll flip into hard mode where there's more enemies and things are more difficult. And then if you beat it again you get another mode where you can adjust the lives that you have and the vitality that Kirby has. So you can make it easier or you can give Kirby one life and very little health and try to beat it again that way.
2: That's so cool.
0: Oh, geez, And you don't even get any trophies. I know. So
1: really, it was like a primitive kind (laughs) of speed running thing. New Game Plus.
0: (laughs) There's only four worlds?
3: Yeah.
0: I I, I find find
1: the community around people where they try to... They challenge themselves to play a game in a certain way which isn't necessarily the way it's meant to be played. Like The Dark Souls community is very famous for this. I saw an article recently somebody played through all of Dark Souls 3 without getting hit. Wow. How is that
0: even wow. possible? I saw somebody play through it using a Guitar Hero controller. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. or wood uh, as well. A DDR mat.
2: World. We used wow. to pick enemies that we weren't allowed to kill. They were our friends and you couldn't kill them. <laughs>
0: See, my sister and I, <laughs> growing up, we developed a way of playing Mario 3 that just carried over into any 2D platforming game. Now, I, just, I can't break it. It's just run as fast as you can and jump over everything. And then when I watch people who play Mario differently and they stop, they take their time, they jump on things, they're strategic about it. I'm like, what are you doing? Run. Just hold run and go.
1: <laughs> that doesn't always work.
0: Well, I know. <laughs> But it's more fun to watch. Particularly on the higher levels.
3: I prefer Sonic because he goes faster. Yeah, Sonic and you
0: just have to hold right and occasionally down. And there's really yeah. not a whole lot to those games.
1: <laughs> oh, we haven't talked about Sonic Mania.
0: Can we get there later? We're talking about our game for the week. And we did talk about it last week. We didn't Stop distracting. Yeah, we did talk about Sonic Mania. We didn't. Anyway... <laughs> Four worlds. No, five. Five. Well, kind of five. Uh, four, four four worlds 5. with 5. a final level. Uh green grass or no green greens. Castle
3: Lololo. Castle laugh out loud. Laugh out loud, laugh out
0: loud. Float islands, bubbly clouds, and then Mount DDD.
3: D-D-D. D-D-D. Oh, I recognize D-D-D. the name from Smash Bros. King Double D. Oh, yeah. There are Double so D's. many
2: fun names in this.
0: Yeah, like Waddley D. Go ahead, Jess. Your turn to come up with a fun name.
2: Lo, Isn't that Lo-Lo-Lo and La-La-La?
0: Yes. Kabula. Cracko Jr. <laughs> Gringo. <laughs> um... <laughs> The first boss... So each level has two parts to it. They're just kind of phased in by, by screens. Um, the first boss is the tree. And I think Whisp- that's one Whispy of the most... Woods. Yeah, the Mr. Wispy Woods or whatever his name is. But yeah. I think he's one of the most iconic Kirby's Dreamline characters. And mm. I was expecting him to be later in the game. But for him to be the first boss... Or
2: harder.
3: Yeah, because he's on the box art. He is. So... Yeah, I thought he'd be that the last boss. I mean, so the mechanics,
0: just... I went into it after having a lot of experience with Kirby's adventure. So like you, Dan, I was a little annoyed that I couldn't copy. And I thought for a while I was doing it wrong.
1: Yeah, I haven't really played any Kirby, but I I think from Smash Brothers, I know that that is one of the staples of his abilities. And I was like, where is it?
2: See, I just thought it was really like simplistic and fun. Like, there wasn't a huge amount that anyone could do, and you just kind of... It was,
1: yeah. I feel. I feel this game is core Nintendo. You know, yeah, family friendly, nice and yeah. easy, pick up and it's
2: play. It's not complex. No, yeah.
0: but it's 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 just whimsical. It's it's cute.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, I just it's in, like an easy Mario, really. If you yeah. wanted to, you could fly across every level and never get hit. Yeah, and we talked about that a little bit with Demon's Crest. And other <laughs> games where they allow you to fly. It's like, well, what's the point? You know, they'd have. If demons
1: pressed you with on a fixed plane with Kirby, you could go anywhere.
0: Yeah. And I, I actually killed myself a lot by flying because um, I'd be flying and then I would drop down. Or if I'd have to jump across a pit, there'd be one block I could jump onto and then an enemy. And if I would inhale the enemy, you'd go to fat Kirby mode and you can't fly <laughs> and I'd just drop yeah. into a pit and die. Yeah. So there is a little bit of complexity to it. That's but true. He's, he does have a built-in attack where if you inhale some air, you can shoot it out in a puff and attack enemies. That's which... only when
1: you fly in, though.
2: But you could drop it and then fly right away. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: The, so you guys didn't find the tree boss very hard at all? No. No.
1: None of Not the bosses were really. hard.
0: <laughs> I disagree. I, I found the next boss hard. Lola, lo and La-La-La were actually pretty difficult.
2: They mm-hmm. were until you were like, Jesus Christ, like, why didn't I go behind them?
0: Yeah. So when they would come out, so there's four doors on either side with four planes. And then they come out of the doors and go across and they're pushing a block. And you can jump between the levels. Because so would... at
2: first you only see him. And that one kind of gets you into like, oh, okay, this is how I beat him.
0: Right? No, they both come out at the beginning. No, No,
1: there's a mini-boss earlier on where you have to fight one of them. Oh,
3: yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just low, low, low.
2: So it kind of just gets you like, oh, okay, this is what I do.
0: Yeah, you inhale the block that he's pushing, shoot it back at him. But But then... Go ahead.
3: No, I was just going to say, like, when you inhale the block, he's still running towards you. Yeah. And then you have to shoot it out quickly, otherwise he'll just walk into you and then... Yeah, so, yeah, I actually found it a little bit tricky, to be
0: honest. What I finally discovered... I died a number of times on this one. What I finally discovered was... the One of the rows had two platforms you could jump through. Yeah. So I would wait till one of the, the enemies would come through. I'd stand under one of the platforms, inhale the block, jump up, and shoot it at the enemy that was walking away. Uh, and then yeah. repeat.
2: Because even if you shot the block at the enemy he would still walk and take one of your health points away. Yeah, even if you hit him.
3: They went faster than you could
0: inhale, shoot, and jump.
2: Yeah, which is why I died for a little bit until... Oh, my God, Jessica. You
3: sorted your life out. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Same. Float Island was
0: a... uh, That was the one that was like an island paradise, right? In the sky?
3: Um... Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's a pirate ship, in it. I remember a pirate ship.
0: <laughs> yes, this boss was actually a little difficult too. Uh, Kabula, it was like a blimp with a cannon on the bottom of it. <laughs>
3: yes, there was no um, sort of uh, sub boss before Kabula. No, that level. level was pretty
0: short. There short. was there yeah. was a an item that you pick up beforehand that gives Kirby the ability to just fly indefinitely while shooting and that's how you fought that boss but you're constantly dodging a barrage of cannonballs
1: yeah I really enjoyed that boss actually I thought that was one of the best ones
0: it was fun
2: what were the things that would like because I thought that those stupid beehives were stacks of paper (laughs) what were the things that you inhaled to get your health back
1: Hey, Jess, seamless throwback to last week. Well done. <laughs> Weren't those just water
0: bottles?
2: Were they water bottles or like air pumps?
0: Those were water bottles.
2: Why water bottles, though?
0: I don't know. Water is the source of all life.
2: Do we know that, though, in Dreamland?
0: Okay, it could be vodka. <laughs> now
2: you're talking. <laughs>
1: Kirby's just drunk. None of this is happening.
0: <laughs> Let's see if there. Okay, items. Uh, pep brews is the official name. These bottled energy drinks will recover two bars of health when Kirby collects them.
2: Well, there you go.
0: Apparently, there were a bunch of power-ups hidden throughout the game that you could inhale
3: oh, <laughs> and use. I didn't find a single one. The
0: only one I found was in Floaty Islands, and it was the spicy curry, and I only recognized that from Smash Brothers.
1: (laughs) Is that when you shoot out fireballs?
0: Yeah. (laughs) I also found an invincibility one,
1: and I just ran through one of the levels.
0: You know what? Now that you say that, I think I do remember getting that as well. Uh, So there's a microphone that you can inhale and spit back to make Kirby scream into the microphone, sending a sound wave that destroys every enemy on screen. Sounds handy. There's a bomb. There's super spicy curry, invisibility, or invincibility, minty leaf, which gives you enough air to inflate for as long as you want, and shoot infinite air puffs, which is what you use to fight Kabula. Yes. And then there's a warp star.
2: I like the warp star.
0: He's so, the he War, the Warp on, Stars right? remind me of Super Mario Galaxy. He's so cute when he hops on it. Yeah. I feel cute. Kirby's cute. He's so lovely.
2: He is.
0: He's a cutie. I just want to <laughs> squeeze him. He's alright. The next level, Bubbly Clouds. That boss <laughs> can go squat on some brat.
1: <laughs> what was that boss?
0: Cracko, uh, the, uh, eyeball cloud with spikes
1: that was easy okay, all you had to system. do was stand on the far left of the screen and he couldn't hit you
0: I think I ended up flying up into the top corners
1: seriously because he did that yeah. attack where he swung down didn't he yeah and then and then he would spawn an enemy which had to suck up and shoot at him but if you just stood in the corners when he did the swing down move he didn't hit you so he just did that and then done
0: I mean, the game came out in 92, the boss patterns weren't super complex, but they all did have a very definitive pattern that once you figured out. Yeah. Yeah. Made it quite easy. And after you figured you're right, Dan. After you figured this one out, it was it was simple, but he was probably one of the more difficult ones outside of Lolo. Except for mm. DDD. I found DDD was a bit difficult. What was really cool is Mount DDD had four doors in it where you had to go through and refight all of the bosses again.
1: See, I'm not a fan of that.
0: See, I liked it because Mega Man does that.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I figured that was a throwback to Mega Man uh, for you. but yeah. I don't know. I, don't, I feel like it's a bit of a cop-out. I've already beat these guys. I don't want to fight them again. Yeah, but when you,
0: when you go to fight them the next time, you know their patterns, so hopefully you're going to be better at it.
1: Yeah, but would... what's the point?
3: I'd I'd rather when you fight them again they're all ten times harder because they're so angry. Yeah. Or you yeah. fight two of them at once. Yeah, or just they all of them. I feel like there
1: should be an evolution of the mechanics. It shouldn't just be the same
0: thing. You're right, it should be. But it isn't.
1: <laughs> oh
0: well. That's I, when you have... give
2: yourself a challenge. <laughs> How I have hard... to play this left-handed
0: now. <laughs> <laughs> Upside down. <laughs> Hold the Game Boy back. I was just
1: using my nose <laughs> on my keyboard.
2: There
0: you go. How hard did everybody find DDD? It took me a while to figure out how to hit him. It took me a few times. He was pretty difficult. So you're he fighting had a lot of health. That was the so star fast. that you swallowed. Yeah. Yeah. So you fight DDD in a boxing ring, and yeah. he's got his giant hammer, and he'll he has a couple of different moves where he'll run towards you and then fall. And if you miss, if he misses you, a star will pop out, but you have to jump over him to inhale it and then shoot it back at him. He'll do his signature where he squats down and then jumps up in the air and crashes down on you. Um, I think he'll, if you're flying above him, he'll also jump up and try to hit you with his hammer. Asshole. But every star that you shoot at him only takes out one health, whereas with all the other bosses, I think it takes out two.
1: I think you could suck up two stars at once. And then that did more damage. When he did the stomp move, you, he'd give out stars then and you could suck up two. And but you'd did have two. to be
0: close enough to get the one that went on the other side of him.
1: Yeah, but that's how I killed him. I only got those stars from when he was jumping. Mm, we'll get you. I know. Mm. I'm good at games. I'm yeah. good. I'm good.
3: So good at the game. <laughs>
0: so it a, it's a short game. Really short. Tis. It but it's a ton of fun. I agree. It's one of those yeah. that I could see. Just, I, I actually want to buy it on my 3DS just so I have it. That you just like, ah, oh, I'm bored. I don't have a whole lot of time. I want to play something fun and pound through it. And uh I think this is one of those games. Yeah, that's so, true. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Now, Kirby's Dreamland Two. I know we agreed to play this a little later in the week. Did anybody get a chance to really dig into it?
3: Sadly, no. I did not.
1: I didn't know. The sorry, oh, you're
0: killing me. I know.
2: Well, you decided late Wednesday to night be there, and my week was already planned out.
0: Mm. <laughs> the game, the game at best is like an hour and forty-five minutes long.
2: Yeah, shut up.
0: Maybe two hours. Maybe if you weren't busy. Flashing your neighbors
3: while cleaning up dog poop. Well, I, I, would, right? I do you know what I really like Kirby's Adventure for the NES. Okay, I love that. I love that game. Now, so is Dreamland Two similar? Better? It is different. different?
0: Very similar to Kirby's Adventure because uh, Kirby's Adventure came out in '93, and mm-hmm. Kirby's Dreamland Two came out in '95, and this game pulls a lot from Kirby's Adventure. Uh, continues the adventure from dreamland by adding three new animal friends to Ooh. to help out uh you have Koo the owl who can fly quickly in harsh winds uh kine the ocean sunfish he can swim faster in water he can still move on land but he sucks and you'll probably die more often uh and rick the hamster who runs really fast and doesn't slip on ice. Mm. This game does have the copy ability. Okay, a cool. ton of enemies that you can, you can uh, steal their abilities to. So if you're using one of Kirby's friends, they have their own abilities, but then you can couple it with different enemies that you inhale to create even more combinations.
2: That's cool.
0: I didn't use the, the friends a, a ton. They're hidden throughout the levels. Um, and some of them are required to get to certain hidden areas within the map. So um, the, this game, the ra- there's seven worlds. And they're, the, the story is that their rainbow bridge is connecting the islands. And they've been stolen by this evil force called Dark Matter who has possessed King DDD. So Kirby sets out to stop dark matter slash
3: DDD. Huh. so is is dark matter the last boss
0: good question um, hidden throughout each of the levels so each each world has a number of actual different worlds within it so whereas Kirby's Dreamland 1 was just here's green grass you've got two stages within but there's really no differentiation between the two this one you you hop into an island and then there's a screen with anywhere from three to seven doors. So the first few worlds only have three other worlds within them. And they're actually mm-hmm. full length worlds with mini bosses. Uh, and then there's a final boss for each island. Hidden throughout each of the islands are uh, rainbow stones that you can collect. Right. Okay. I only naturally found one of them in the entire time I played the game. <laughs> I collected, I found two, I collected one, because there are certain criteria that you have to meet to get the other ones, so um, one of the worlds you may come in and see the rainbow stone, but it's hidden by a block, and you can only break that block with the spiky hedgehog that you can inhale, but he's not in this world or on that island, so you have to go back to a different island, find him, exit the level, come back, get back to that stone, break the block using that copy ability. So oh, there's, a, there's a lot of depth to it and this yeah. is actually noted as one of the hardest Kirby games to get 100% completion on. So when I beat it, I was only at 78% and I felt like I'd done a ton. How much you wrote? 78. Oh Christ. So I beat it last night but I only had one of the rainbow stones. So- but because
2: uh. it's short does that like I feel like that would
0: increase the replay value. Oh, it does! I sat down and played through a few different levels. So
1: are the rainbow stones kind of like the chaos emeralds of Sonic.
0: Uh, a little bit. They they did kind of look like that. Um, when you what co- did they unlock? So if you get to the end of the game, you fight DDD, and if you've collected all of the rainbow drops, it unlocks the rainbow sword. And Ooh. when you beat DDD. You exercise dark matter from him, and then it immediately launches you into the battle with dark matter. So that picture that I posted on Twitter where it said, the end, question mark, what the hell is this all about? So I read about it and realized I needed to collect all of the rainbow drops to get the true ending of the game. And I tried Mm -hmm. to go back through, like I pulled up a guide where all these rainbow drops, just didn't feel like going through it.
1: It is a bit like Sonic in that respect, particularly Sonic 3 and Knuckles. You have to have all the emeralds at the end, otherwise you can't finish it properly.
0: Yeah. Mm. They're difficult to find. Like I said, I only came across one and that I was able to get and found another one accidentally and just said, well, not getting these. So they've, they've changed a few things in here. There's more collectibles. Um, on each world, there are little stars hidden around everywhere that if you fill up your star gauge, you get a free life. Um, Kirby has... Oh, is
1: that what that did? I played through the first level and got all of them and I was like, what did that
0: do? Yeah, it gives you an extra life. Okay. Um, Kirby's friends have health, so if you're using them and you get hit, their health depletes before yours. Um, largely, the game is recycled content from the first Kirby's Dreamline, which is one of the main criticisms that a lot of people had when it first came out, but when you're taking from content that was already fun and just reusing it again, it's still fun. Like the first boss Mm -hmm. is the wispy woods tree again, but this time he has like a surgical mask on and he's a little bit different in his patterns. There's a lot of really, really cool enemies in this. You have like a giant angler fish, um, uh, an ice dragon, there's one boss, uh, Mr. Sun and Mr. Bright, or Mr. Shine and Mr. Bright, where it's this tag team duo of a sun and a moon, and a lot of these enemies now will have multi-stages to their, their battles. So Sun and Moon, or Shine and Bright, were this, this enemy combination that you'd fight concurrently, and they yeah. each had their own health. And once you depleted them... Then they joined and had a new boss that you fought at the same time. So technically it was three bosses in one that you had to beat with just your basic six health bars. Oh, shit. And then Cracko so, makes a return. Way more difficult this time. So maybe that's what I was thinking of when I said that for Kirby's Dreamlined 1. Because he was uh, much more difficult this time around.
3: Is the game in general much harder than the first one?
0: I wouldn't say it's harder. The bosses definitely are. There's a lot more mini-bosses. Uh, there are definitely a few levels that are really frustrating. There's a, there's a couple towards the end um, that really threw me for a loop because they actually go from right to left, which is really jarring. If you've ever played oh. a platformer game where you have to go from right to left, it just you've played so many games your entire life that are like, let's go from the left to the right, that now you have to do it backwards.
3: That's so weird. They, Arabic mode.
0: It was yeah. <laughs> to, to top it off, it was one of those levels where the screen is moving, and if it catches up to you, it kills oh, you. No, but you are going. Those that. are
1: the worst on platformers.
0: You are going through a maze, and certain ways you can go will just kill you. You'll get up to you and be like, oh, well, uh... can't go back, and then die. So I just ended up having to memorize mm-hmm. my way through this map. Wow, it was, it was tough, very tough.
3: That reminds me, like, I had Super Mario Land for the Game Boy, mm-hmm. and and that was the first Mario game I ever played, and I thought that was true Mario. I didn't know anything about Mario Bros. on the NES or Super Mario World. That's um, a fun game, though. It, it's really good, right? But due to the Game Boy's limitations, I take it, um, you couldn't go back through the level. So as the camera moved, as, as it pans, you, you, you couldn't go back. Well, it was like the original Mario. yeah. yeah. Well, but I remember playing um, Super Mario World, and you could go back, and I was like, oh, no way. Because <laughs> um, it, it was the same with the other Game Boy games, um, Super Mario Land 2, Six Golden Coins, and Wario Land as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I do, I'm pretty sure you couldn't to kind of drift back and forth through the level as much as you wanted. So, um, oh, Wario uh, Land is awesome. It's so good. We should really do it on do, the list. We should I really do the Wario Land series. Yeah, I would love to play that game again. I've never played them before. They're so, so good. Yeah, I on don't know what list. it was, but I haven't played it since I was since I completed it when I was ten. So I would love to play that again.
0: They're not very long,
3: I, are they? No, no. Like I think like four hours or something, if that. They just felt longer because I used to get a lot out of them as a kid. I guess.
0: Well, I get, we live in an era of 30 to 100 hour games. So yeah. going back and looking at that, I mean, it's not really
3: a basis for comparison. Exactly. Um, but it was the only game where I was obsessed with 100% completing it. I've never really had that since. Oh, wow. So, yeah. I
1: have that with... I used to... Grand Theft Auto 3, Vice City and San Andreas. I had an obsession with getting 100% on them. I got
0: 100% on Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. I did as well. I got the Tuxedo.
1: I remember it well. And the infinite
3: ammo cheat. That's crazy, guys.
0: So before we stop with Kirby, there's actually something that's really cool about this game. Um, It was slated at the time to be remade for the Game Boy Color as Kirby's Dream Land 2 DX, kind of like they did with Link's Awakening (laughs) DX. Oh, yeah, yeah. But it was canceled along with Metroid 2 Return of Samus DX. They were going to do color remakes of these. So when they released this game, it was intended to be played on the Super Game Boy that you plug into the Super Nintendo.
3: Yes.
0: And if you played it on the Super Game Boy, it gives you slight changes to the game, like color schemes, game borders, Mm -hmm. and different sound effects. So Mm -hmm. each stage is designed with a specific color scheme in mind. Like, uh, Wispy Woods or Grassland had a uh, yellow scale to it. Big Forest had a green scale. The uh, water levels and the ice levels were blue scale. Red Canyon was red and so on. So that's how the game would show up on the Super Game Boy. Um, the world map gets more colors. Each each island is in its respective color. Um, but the, the Super Game Boy took advantage of the sound chip on the SNES. So the start screen would have some applause. Um, yeah, the there'd be gusts of wind when you're on the world map. Um, oh, man. There'd be different borders that you could put around the game that were custom only to Kirby's Dreamland Two. So they really took advantage of of the Super Nintendo when playing it on there.
3: Did you did you have a Super Game Boy?
0: I did, and I loved it.
3: That's so cool. I remember
0: popping. Links Awakening in there, and, and you could choose different colors for things. I'm like this is the
3: future. Wow. That's cool. I, I had a uh, a Master Gear. It was it was a uh, a slot that went into the back of your Game Gear to play in Master System games. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, I but didn't know there was the whole, a thing. Yeah, it it was um it meant though that the the whole handheld weighed like five kilograms or something. <laughs> See, I remember having a, a Sega Nomad. Oh, really? Yeah. Shit, they didn't come out in Europe. You had
2: all the stuff.
3: I did. (laughs) And I still have most of the stuff. Some
0: stuff gets lost. Damn. Yeah.
3: Did you lose your nomad?
0: I just don't know what happened to it. I don't know what happened to my Game Gear either.
3: They're super rare, those nomads.
0: They are insanely rare.
3: (laughs) Better start digging for it, Sam.
0: Mm, Find it. It's definitely gone.
3: Uh, oh, you know, when you
0: <laughs> damn when you move and start a family and you consolidate all your crap from wherever it was, your family is like, well, you've got a place of your own now. Here's your shit. <laughs> it just wasn't in any of that. So I probably traded it or sold it or something.
3: Yeah. So Kirby's yeah. Dreamland
0: 2, I highly recommend you guys play it.
3: Highly. How, highly. how did you play it? Did you play it on? The Game Boy, or did you play it on a virtual console? I bought it for my 3DS. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, it was only 4.99, and it was worth every gilded Duh. nickel, <laughs> silver farthing. Every. Penny. I tried to play it. So there's that hidden Game Boy mode on the 3DS where um, if you hold left or L and select, I think it is. When you launch the game, or maybe if you just hold select, it gives you it puts it in the original screen resolution and really? size, mm. and then gives you a Game Boy.
3: Uh, nice, like the gray border with the battery night light and stuff.
0: Like an actual looking Game Boy.
3: Okay, cool. on the
0: screen, and then if you hold down L and R and then press Y while you're playing, it'll flip it into the original green scale. Hmm. I tried to play like that, and I just couldn't.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's hard to get back to that. Yeah. Nice. But it's
0: it's definitely one of the better games on the Game Boy. It was one of the uh it, it was it was a million plus seller for the console and I think kind of cemented Kirby as like, hey, Kirby's gonna be a thing. Obviously Kirby's yeah. adventure was fantastic and came out two years prior.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't feel but like yeah. Kirby's ever really hit the big time though. He's still he's there. But
0: his games are universally better than Sonic.
1: Yeah. Sonic hasn't had a good game for about 20 years, so... <laughs>
0: and see, Kirby's had okay games
3: for a while. I know, but I don't they like the really mainstream. Have you, have you got a good feeling about the next uh, Sonic game, Dan? I do. Like I always back say this, there. though. But this
1: g- has actually been developed by a, a guy who's a member of, there's a website called Sonic Retro, which specializes in, um, like, hacks of Sonic games and stuff like that. And he, mm. he's been making fan games of it for a long time. And they actually, Sega actually contracted this guy to remake Sonic CD for um, new platforms. And he did it, and he remade it from scratch, and it's exactly like it used to be. Huh. And wow. so he's got, now they've given free reign to basically make Sonic Mania, which is a blend of old levels, remixed, and some new levels as well, and it just sounds awesome. Fair play. I mean, because I think Sega for a long time has been with Sonic, they've just kind of do loads of different things, and they've just gone, finally gone, right? People like the old ones, let's make one of them. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) While simultaneously making a new one, which seems to be a sequel to Sonic Generations, which isn't a bad thing.
3: Yeah, it's for all the Sonic adventure lovers, isn't it? Like, that kind of... That, that Sonic, uh, certain type of uh, gameplay yeah. that they had later on.
1: I feel like the Sonic Mania is the kind of shot in the arm it needs because Sonic Four was it just didn't feel right. It was it was a two yeah. D Sonic, but it didn't have the physics that you were used
0: to. Yeah, so
1: it was just so jarring when you played
0: it. I'm gonna not get super excited about it because. That's just what happens with Sonic games. Is you get excited and then they come out and they're just garbage. Yep. <laughs>
3: hey, so, I love Sonic Six. I, I, that was great. I, I would like to play um, Nights into Dreams. Oh yeah, the, the Saturn yeah. developed. By there the is Saturn a team. that came out on PS2 as well. Did it really? I, I thought it
0: was only I think. On Oh no, Saturn. I'm oh, sorry. They did a they did a PS3 PSN release of it.
3: Oh, okay. Well, that must have only been North America. I would have bought that otherwise. But I would be interested in playing it because obviously it's made by the Sonic team and it was probably the Saturn's best game. Saturn's only game. Saturn's only (laughs) game. I
0: remember seeing that when it came out. and like, I need that. And I had a buddy that had a Saturn who lived a couple blocks away. It's one of the consoles that I didn't have. So I didn't have it all, Jess. (laughs) I had it most, just not at all. (laughs) Uh, And when I finally was going to head over to his house and play it he called me he's like dude my little brother just pulled my Saturn off the shelf and destroyed it oh
1: oh that's gutting. yeah that's terrible
0: in the end I'm glad I didn't get a Saturn because it tanked
3: yeah I remember wanting
0: to get a Saturn for Daytona USA
3: my dad (laughs) and I would go to
0: the arcade and play that all the time
3: that's what I was playing while you were doing the show last week
0: it's such a good game.
3: It's still in every arcade today. Well, awesome. 1995 at the bottom, copyright.
1: I love arcades in England. Just, they just don't have any <laughs> new games ever. No, no. I don't
2: think, think
1: any do. I honestly walked into a bowling alley once, which had an arcade in as well. And not just the arcade, the entire bowling alley. It was like stepping back in time and going <laughs> to the 90s. That even had, You know the sweet, like, candy dispensers where they, you put some money in and they get a few different yeah. candy. one where it says like, play till you win? No, it's just no. put money in and get the sweets. But they had like logos, which I haven't seen for the candy <laughs> since like, honestly, wow. the 90s. And I was like, you haven't even done that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> was the candy in there still from the 90s? I wouldn't yeah, be surprised. Really, I, really I didn't really want the prize.
3: <laughs> yeah. And they've got like the original Time Crisis, House of the Dead, yeah, of course. Um, just all those, all those, um, and Virtua Fighter, anything Sega, really.
1: I got really good at when I was in Japan. Me and my friend, we have a friend when we went to the um, arcade district. We've they've got these grabbing machines, but they're not like grabbing machines. You kind of have to knock something off a ledge. And we spent loads of money on these. And we got really good at them. Um, I won a, <laughs> I won like a, a figurine, and he won a Sonic plushie, which is in my bedroom. And, and then when we went to an arcade recently, there was another one where they had giant bars of dairy milk. Um, dairy milk's a big bar of chocolate, if you guys don't. know. We have That's dairy the- milk. Yeah,
2: yeah, America doesn't.
0: I
1: love. Dairy yeah, they're too busy milk. eating puke chocolate. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and one uh, the- of them and, and I. Um, I- i played it twice and won it and i was like this. nice this is this is, so is it good. the one
2: like you put the coin in and it pushes the coins off type of thing
1: oh. no it's like it has an yeah. arm which is kind of like a scoop and you have to move the arm along and then the arm kind of goes down and up in like a scoop oh, and push, and you okay. kind of have to knock something off the edge of the platform oh. and it's they're just really addictive <laughs>
3: Do they have, like, more modern games and stuff in the Japanese arcades? Oh,
1: yeah. Honestly, they were playing. They had um, the latest Tekken, and it was all hooked up like a LAN system, and everybody was playing against each other. Wow. It was so cool. And they have this, honestly, this guy, it was like, you know how Rock Band has drums? This yeah. game was seriously, it's just like complete drum simulator. It had a huge drum kit, <laughs> loads of different things. And This guy must have been playing it on the top difficulty, and he was just insanely good at it. That's so and funny. And he was, just, he was playing it like crazy. I was just watching. I was stood next to him, like mouth open, just like, what are you doing? And he missed one, and he just went, no!
0: <laughs> I've seen videos of those people playing those, their, those drums. They just look like, like, like giant bongos. Yeah. And they hit it with sticks.
2: Yeah, I played that.
0: There was people. There was a guy that was doing it on exceptionally hard difficulty and not even looking at the screen.
1: You know, it's, it's incredible. And there's another one which has like it's kind of a window, and it has different buttons around the side of the window, and things move to the to the sides of the window. You have to press the buttons in time, and they were just insanely fast. And loads wow. of kids were in there, and they had like special gloves to wear for playing on it and stuff. And I was like, this is insane.
3: Uh, yeah, I heard about that. The gloves. Oh wow. Yeah.
1: And so, I had, like, 3D immersive games and stuff as well, and I was like, this is just the arcade of my dreams.
0: <laughs> shit. I don't mean to derail this, but I just found something in doing a little bit of research about the Game Boy that I didn't even know existed. It's called what the Game try? Boy Light. Is that
1: even real?
0: It is. It released exclusively in Japan. Oh, wow. Wow, oh, that That's looks tiny. awesome. It came out in, where is it, Game Boy Light in April of 98. It's a variant of the Game Boy Pocket, what? released exclusively in Japan, and had a backlight that could be turned on or off. Oh, my God.
4: <laughs> That's, That's crazy. crazy. It was
0: superseded by the Game Boy Color six months later.
4: Oh.
3: <laughs>
0: I need Bet that. Pretty, I right? absolutely need that. Because there's something special about playing in that original grayscale.
3: Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah, but if you're not playing it where you
1: can't see the screen, it's just not the same.
0: You're right, it's not. (laughs) You need
1: need one of those teeny tiny USB lights on the top which don't
0: really do anything, but they're only a hundred bucks.
3: Do they still accept would they accept your American cartridges though? That's what I would need to look into. Yeah. Go check that shit.
2: And then report back.
3: I'm wondering,
0: though, <laughs> if if the status of that backlight would change the coloring at all. Because it looks like one of those old uh, watches that you used yeah. to wear in the 90s. You press it, it would be like this blueish. Yeah. Oh,
2: my God. Uh, aqua yeah.
0: bluish light. Yeah.
2: Those were the best. I, the used to have
1: a, I think I used to have a Pikachu one.
0: Oh, are you going to oh, get I that Z ring that you can wear with Pokemon Go? Oh, of course. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, well, I don't know how
1: you're mocking me as if Pokemon's not cool and you've spent like the entire month playing Pokemon Go. I'm
0: not mocking you that it's not cool. <laughs> I'm mocking you that you would get a giant plastic ring and wear it because you're. Of fancy. course, I wouldn't. Mm. Well, I already pre-ordered mine. <laughs> okay. I am looking
1: forward immensely to Pokemon Sun and Moon though because they've I released some info. Too. They've released some info about that, and it actually sounds like it's innovating for the first time ever in the history of the <laughs> Pokemon games. It's gonna say, "It does look like good. you don't you don't collect gym badges anymore." I don't think you have to fight through an like an island warrior and beat them and stuff. It sounds quite cool. Wow. There's a bird Pokemon which changes form depending on which island you're on and stuff. It just sounds really cool. Nice.
3: The uh... The best thing about going from the brick Game Boy to the Color was you only needed two batteries for the Game Boy Color instead of four.
0: Did the Game Boy Color <laughs> natively have a backlit screen? No. No backlight. No, it didn't. No, because no.
1: I had the, that's what I had the USB light for. Which is but really had...
0: strange because they did... The Game Boy Light had it. It's an electroluminescent backlight. Yeah. you, you got to think though,
1: back then, Eric, it could probably cost a fortune to do that.
3: Yeah.
0: Well... Oh, yeah, launch price was 6,800 yen for the Game Boy Light. But the Game Boy Color was 8,900
1: oh. yen. Fuck. Yeah, but in terms of production, like the Game Boy Light, because it was small, it probably cost less to produce so they could afford the backlight. But when they're producing the Game Boy Color, which is a bit bigger, and, a bit, and it has the extra processing size. power. But surely it has extra processing power because of the color.
0: Yeah,
3: you're mm-hmm. true. Yeah, that's right. That's... But so
1: they took it out because otherwise it would be too much money
3: the uh, the color had an infrared port as well at the top. So if you're playing Pokemon Silver or Gold, you could uh, trade Mystery Gifts with other Game yes, Boy Colors. Yes, you did. yeah, you need to take it to school and do a Mystery Gifts. You can only do it once a day with each person or something. Or maybe once a day overall.
0: This is a really interesting comparison chart that shows like all of the different Game Boys with the power that were in them. The original Game Boy... Had uh, eight kilobytes of RAM.
2: That's hilarious.
0: Yeah, and the Game Boy (laughs) Color went up to thirty-two, and then the Game Boy SP and Advance went up to uh, two fifty-six. Oh my god!
3: The the original GBA, like not not the SP, was a really great console. Well, the library of games. Why they didn't
0: backlight it?
3: I know. I, I had one. I'd
1: never, of I never noticed with that one, I don't think. What? I preferred the, l- the lengthy Game Boy Advance to the flip one. Yes. Uh,
0: well, the yes. Game Boy I Advance, love the flip one.
3: I never no, had f- one of those. The flip one sucked. Shut up. No. Only losers <laughs> have the flip one. They look
0: one. like the, they, they were too small for my hands. I was already. You
1: should be such a meathead, should you?
0: Almost 17 <laughs> by the time the SP came out.
2: Well, I have dainty hands.
0: How about the Game Boy Micro? I don't even... I, can, oh. I can't remember that, but... I, I wanted I a Game Boy. I was working at GameStop when they came out, and I just didn't have the $100 to drop what? on them when they came out, but they had that anniversary one that looked like an original Famicom. Oh, Really cool. Super small screen. Did it play...
3: 2-inch Adva- screen. Advanced games? yeah, Game Boy Advance. But
1: it did not play Game Boy or Game Boy Color games. No, it did not.
3: Uh, but oh. play... Playing Game Boy and Game Boy Color games in the the original Advance was kind of weird because the cartridge stuck out at the top. Yeah, it did.
2: (laughs) That's like the SP as well. It sticks out at the bottom.
3: Yeah, it's kind of weird. Well, the SP had a
0: backlight on it.
3: Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah.
0: So Uh, you're changing
2: your mind now?
3: Well, I... I, Wait, what the hell? Oh, do you remember the Game Boy camera? (laughs) Oh, shit. Yes. And the printer.
0: Primitive
1: selfies. (laughs) So good.
0: So while we're on retro stuff, I just found and purchased the most screaming deal of a lifetime. Just now? uh, A couple weeks ago. Oh. So So not
1: just now then. But (laughs) I just
0: now secured it. I just picked up an Atari 7800 and an Odyssey 2 both in box with original manuals and a bunch of games for both systems. How much do you think I paid for them?
3: 5000 pounds.
0: $25. <laughs> $24.
2: What? <laughs> That's crazy. In I was
0: just <laughs> box. I love uh, how
2: none of us had a serious <laughs> estimate.
0: Yeah, Tom, Tom probably wasn't expecting to be that close to being correct.
3: No, I thought it'd be like $50. Like, because you were saying that you got a bargain. So I'm like, okay, maybe it was lower than I thought. That's insane. That's crazy.
0: Yeah. yeah so back in my hometown, there's a, uh, a, a thrift store that our church synod runs. And people just donate things to it, and then all the sales profits go to the the schools, the church schools within the area. And my family volunteers there, and one of my cousins, she's really big into games with me, uh, called me up and said, so these two things just came into the store. Do you want them? And I said, absolutely. Take them home and test them and find out how much they are. And she said, well, this is the lady who does the pricing, and she's probably going to look up how much they're worth, and then... You know, we go a little bit lower than that. So I was fully expecting her to come back at like two fifty, two hundred dollars for all this. I'm like, that's probably still a good deal. So a few days ago, she sent me a text and she goes, "I have everything at home. Text. Or I, I tested it. It all works. Every game works. Both consoles are great. Package is in great condition. They want twenty four bucks. And I said, give them twenty five. Oh, how generous! Yeah. Holy, <laughs> give them twenty five and I'll pay you to ship it down to me. But all of that for twenty five bucks.
3: How? How much is an Odyssey boxed worth? It Must know. be a lot more than twenty-five.
0: Odyssey two.
3: Let's God, see. I mean, because
0: that's like a hundred. <laughs> just a quick search is like a hundred and somewhere between ninety and one hundred and fifty. Wow, and that's with no
3: games. That's crazy. I don't remember what the seven thousand eight hundred looked like. A piece of shit. but it doesn't look as bad as the st the atari st probably not did did i share that you i think i shared that with you guys before no idea it just looks like a giant keyboard oh yeah yep (laughs) it's garbage garbage (laughs) when i bought it it came with a whole bunch of educational floppy disks (laughs) oh my god (laughs) like spelling bee and stuff (laughs) yeah
0: well, any other thoughts on retro games for today before we move on to some emails?
1: Yeah. It was a beautiful retro games chat. I
0: like that. It's good. It was good. Mm. If you want to send us an email, at com or podcast at factory-sealed.com. Either one will get to us. First one comes from Jay Jorgensen, Mr. Having One Himself. Oh, God.
2: That's amazing. Titled, I still can't get over that.
0: I'm not sorry. Hey FS crew, I'm so happy that you had a good conversation about my email from last week. Granted, no one answered the question, so we are left to speculate. So here's I my did. thoughts. Yeah, you did. I did. Yeah, and I think I was you were being, being deadly true. serious. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that, Daniel.
1: No, there isn't. Here's a his Solid Snake is a very nice man.
0: Here are his thoughts. It says Eric, Lara Croft. Dan, probably Tifa or Aerith. Tom, Princess Peach. Jess, obviously Mario. <laughs> Jess Luigi. is into them fat mustache. Spot plumbers. on, son.
2: <laughs> I just pictured, yeah, <laughs> three-way. Two brothers.
1: Oh, my oh God. God. What about Bowser? All well, them that's
2: spikes. like... Getting into some, some Fifty Shades fantasies like there. BDSM.
0: <laughs> Anyways, Kirby's Dreamland was the very first game I ever beat, and Jess probably didn't. She did. Shut up. She did on accident. It was short enough. It was short enough. She likes to beat the under-hour long games and the over-10-hour long games. <laughs> Anything in between. Not, not a chance. So, nope. <laughs> new question that I'm sure the Brits will have an opinion about. Favorite Spice Girl? Mine was Ginger.
2: <gasps> yes, she was mine. <laughs> she was the sassiest, and she had the most fun.
3: Mm. God.
2: She was opinionated, and I love her.
0: Ginger Spice.
3: Probably the uh, Scary Spice was pretty decent. Yeah. Wasn't Tom, I thought you were going to go for
2: Posh. No. Posh
3: Spice was Victoria Beckham. Oh, the, I did, yeah, I'm
2: I'm
1: all over didn't like Mel C together. back. I didn't like Mel C back in the day, but she's a serious MILF nowadays.
0: Doesn't she have oh, really? her own workout game on the PS3? Probably. Exercise <laughs> with Mel B. She has seriously improved with age. I would go with uh, Posh Spice. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. She's a bitch, she's the well. She's the one that doesn't look like she just rolled out from under a trailer park. Uh, neither does Instead, Ginger Spice. She looks spice. like something's just
1: shit under her nose constantly. <laughs> well, yeah. That's I her. like that in a woman.
0: I like her to be hoity. Ginger Spice. <laughs> I guess Ginger Spice is okay. She looks like she'd have a good time. And she used her to wear the Union Jack spice. dress.
3: That's true. I don't remember Yogi. Scary Spice. <gasps> Did you guys ever
0: she play... She was the only black one. Did you ever yeah. play Spice World on the PS1?
1: Yeah, no. we played it. Oh, But I watched the movie about two weeks ago.
2: <laughs> yes! It's my wow. favorite movie.
1: It's so bad, but inherently watchable. <laughs> wow. It was on the TV because it was the
0: anniversary, so and you first sat you and watched it. You willingly chose to sit and watch it.
3: Yep. In- instead of playing Dark Chronicle.
0: I didn't have it then. Oh, instead okay. of playing literally anything else. <laughs>
2: I can like know that movie line by line when I'm watching it.
3: Oh, I I'm not watching watch it with you. I'm
1: like so, that with um, Monty Python. I've seen them so often.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Classic.
2: Or Mean Girls. Mean Girls and Spice World are my jam.
3: Yeah. And Clueless, probably. Bring It On. Yes. Bring It know know On I I Again.
2: Know.
3: Bring It on Oner Againer. I think it's Bring It On Once Again. Bring it on one more time. Bring it on thrice, and then stop bringing it on six. (laughs) Quit bringing it. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Wasn't the tagline? Wasn't the 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 tagline for one of them? It's already been brought in.
2: No, that was in (laughs) uh, (laughs) a scary movie. I
0: think. Oh, it had already been brought in. It's already been brought in, son. Next email comes from Brandon at Good Old Gamers. Said, "Oh my god." Hello, Factory Seal folks. Been a listener for a while. I enjoyed the show. However, being a citizen of the internet, I cannot allow you to have a different opinion than me. I'm afraid I'm going to have to medically diagnose you as morbidly wrong about Pokemon Go being a good game. In fact, calling it a good good game is giving it too much credit. While I wanted to be on it like Jess on a curling iron... (laughs) 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 <laughs>
1: <laughs> Bravo, I like how that stuck We the, like that The
0: <laughs> the lack of any gameplay whatsoever Made me want to rip my own dick off Every time I logged in The, ga- <laughs> <laughs> the game Brandon, is essentially Send us an email every week You are excellent <laughs> The game is essentially digital stamp collecting With a beloved IP attached to it I've seen more gameplay on the back of a child's menu At Denny's If I wanted to do nothing but swipe at monsters near me, I would stick to Tinder.
4: (laughs) Oh my god. email every week please email us more often anyways
0: now that I've unleashed my inner YouTube comment I'll forgive your transgressions for a bunch of troglodytes too slovenly to stand up and give your own asses a proper cleaning your good folk <laughs> keep up the good work looking forward to the next episode Brandon P.S. if y'all ever want to take on a CRPG I suggest a Carnum it's, it's not only the tits it's full on boob laughter
4: you are
2: They're the done. best person that, ever. Like that's the show done. We can't top <laughs> that up.
0: I mean, we probably, I probably should have proofed that and saved it for last. That oh. was oh my God. excellent oh, on that's... it. Genuinely
1: made like, my day that Yes, that it is just fantastic. My name. That's made my I day. mean, that's
0: going to be my new one instead of on it, like lip hair on grandma. <laughs> that's,
1: God, you've that's
3: had that for
0: years. I know. <laughs>
3: Oh my God! That's I amazing. needed, I needed Rocked that.
0: Rocked my vernacular to the core.
1: That is <laughs> something special, right there.
0: Goes down in the annals, perhaps even the annals of factory sealed <laughs> history. <laughs> oh I
1: like a curling iron. My God.
0: <laughs> Next email comes from our friend Sam Chun, Mister Novel Writer himself. I love reading his. I should just start forwarding his emails to you guys so you can read them because there's a ton of cool shit in here. Um, I wish I could take the time to read all of it, but as usual, I have to paraphrase. I'll try to pick out the best parts. Writes in, hey, Factory Seal crew, I give props to whoever proposed Kirby's Dream Land this week. I've never really played the older Kirby games except for one, which I'll get to later. So this was a good choice for me. Also, in regards to the question at the end of the last episode, while I do appreciate fan service at times and characters that look beautiful or handsome to me, it's not enough to make me want to be having one for them. However, as far <laughs> as attractive males and females, I can name a couple for each. So I'm going to read between the lines and say these are the six that he's had one Done for. It. Yeah, Top three, yeah. human males. I like how he qualifies that. Human. That's,
2: that's a good point, though.
0: Mm. What, you don't find Clank from Ratchet and Clank attractive? Oh. I mean, I'm sure he's got a vibrate mode.
2: Um. <laughs> Let's not go down this Is route. it Mr. Fisty in Fallout? Mr. Fisty. <laughs> that sounds like a Mr. terrible
1: Fisto. soft drink.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> there is an energy drink over here called Fist.
4: Why? And, there's another, and there is
1: another one called Pussy, so you can get
0: both and put them oh, on yes. your desk. Ben. Then
1: you've got Fist Pussy. <laughs>
0: that's, that's true his top three human males Nathan Drake, Orin and Dante, Orin Orin? He's like 70 <laughs> He's dead <laughs> spoilers <laughs> God damn it Dan sorry Tom Oh. Uh, he's, uh, he's not dead Dan's just an <laughs> idiot Obviously. And Dante, he's dead. That's the guy you're thinking of. All right. Top three human females. Rhinoa. She's a bit too... She's just, like, one of those girls that's just too nice.
1: She's a big plan, Rhinoa.
0: Yeah, but she's one of those, like, oh, she's a really nice girl. I I wouldn't want to damage her in, in any way. Okay.
2: What, what are you <laughs> doing to her? Well,
0: she's just a nice person. And then... She wouldn't you be interested in you, go, Eric, because you're not as handsome as Squall. So, Jess, have you ever listened to this podcast to know the type of people we are? Yeah. Well, Well, wouldn't you be more interested in Quistus.
3: Ugh. With the with...
0: she was a, a, a
1: teacher bit, who had a, a crush
0: on her on. student. Well, she,
3: yeah, I guess. she was sort of like the same age, or like yeah. Older. And she had the whip going.
0: She was into some bondage stuff. She was. Yeah, but I don't uh I don't yeah. know. She just came across as like <laughs> old. See
1: Quistus Quistus was Darren. She used to eat all bits of monsters to learn their abilities and stuff. She was <laughs> up for anything.
0: Exactly. A little too much for me. And then uh he says Helena or any dead or alive lady, and then Alex, a L Y X. I don't know who that is.
1: Dead or Alive is just descended into a boob
0: simulator, hasn't it? It's not really a fighting yeah. game. <laughs> Alex from Half-Life. That's who it is. Oh. Uh, I guess maybe. I mean, it's... Yeah. yeah. I don't know if I I'm on board I with his... I think that's because
1: she has such good characterization, though.
0: I don't know if I'm on board with his list of females. No. Nah. Different strokes for different folks. Get Literally. it? Different strokes. Yeah, various strikes. Dan, that is a masturbation joke.
1: I th- I know, thank you very much.
0: Stroking
2: <laughs> Stroke it.
3: Penis. If there's <laughs> Put any
2: Kelly the on the chart, <laughs> and the Jordan, <God> damn it. <laughs>
0: uh he says Tangent aside, I was pretty surprised by Kirby's dreamline. I did not honestly expect for me to like it as much as I did. Controls were intuitive, boss battles unique, level design good with a couple of secret areas. Uh, and it was a short game that I knocked out in about 45 minutes because it knocked took me out. a while to get past the level 2 boss. So, low, low, low and la, la, la. However, it's easy to get used to the pattern, so they almost felt a little too easy once I practiced a bit. Uh, heck, I didn't even save state. All in all, I did enjoy the game. Now for the questions. Does having a recognizable pattern in video games, whether it's level layout, enemy movement, boss movement, etc., make the game less fun to play? Is it better for games to have more randomization because it becomes more about reflexes and less about skill and memorization? Well...
2: I thought I suppose... this was a good email for today. Like, because we talked about this a few times today.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: And, Dan, you can go, because I cut you off.
1: Oh, no, you go. It's fine. Correct. I was just
2: going to say that... I think... It's a product of the time as well. Like, there weren't many options to have that randomization factor. And I think it worked well with the more simplified games. If it was now, I think I would be irritated or bored.
1: This is the thing with modern gamers. It's more about, well, not every game, but emergent gameplay is a big thing nowadays. Like... No, the big selling point of No Man's Sky is going to be the fact that you can just explore 18 quintillion planets. Yeah. And it's all kind of procedurally generated. You're going to land on, chances are, you're going to land on a planet where nobody's ever been, or will never be ex- again. Yeah. I mean, they said it would take billions of years to visit every planet in this game. I, even if you visited one every second, oh, it would take billions no. of years.
0: <laughs> I mean, that's approaching Peter Molyneux level of hype. I will try though. <laughs> like, like, I,
3: like, just try and stop me.
1: I know I'm with you, Tom,
0: but I'm, I'm honestly <laughs>
1: going to think I'm going to spend about three hours on just one planet, so if not longer.
0: Well, it makes me curious. Without getting too much into talking about it, because we'll know more in a couple days. How big are each of the worlds? Like, are we talking Mario Galaxy size worlds, or are we talking full like you could spend forty hours on a planet exploring?
1: I thought I think that's what he said.
0: You could just land on one planet and just make that your game.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, cuz it's all mm-hmm. randomly generated. You could do whatever you wanted there too. Yeah. Cuz can't you like explore and build and I guess
1: I we'll don't know. think you can build, but you can certainly destroy the environment and you can kill the kill the animals if you want. So Eric, you sorted. And <laughs> you can s- scavenge for resources.
0: As long as there are <laughs> alien horses.
2: Fuck you it probably is Perhaps
0: the best part is
1: if you make a discovery you can name <gasps> it
0: we need to have a factory zeal planet and I'll get to it
1: ooh yes but to get back to Sam's email I think it is I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing for an enemy to have a pattern traditionally with game and particularly bosses they have a tell where you know what they're going to do
0: that's exceptionally can... important
1: yeah it is I mean, if a boss doesn't have that, chances are you're gonna be extremely confused about what to do. Even Dark Souls, which has is notorious for having the most complex <laughs> of bosses, they have a tell, and you can category, you can see what move they're gonna do. Well, even if it's just, just... subtle.
0: Yeah. 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 I don't like really recognizable ones like, okay, he's blinking and after the ninth blink, then he drops down. That's too obvious.
1: I mean some <laughs> uh, some enemies have like big glowing points on them which basically says hit here. Well
0: and... look at look at Mega Man for example. All of those bosses have a pattern. But they're yeah. they're complex enough that there are enough variations that no fight is going to be the same. Yeah. Kinda like the the final boss in Dark Souls 3 Dan, which was really difficult because he had so many different phases and so many different attacks that you just It was impossible to memorize the tells for every single different attack.
1: You do it often enough, you'll get it eventually. (laughs) Yep. But I I, also uh,
2: think, too, like, your consequences are more serious and, like, permanent in the older games that if you fucked up, like, you're done, start again.
1: It's not as much of a, you're not as penalized nowadays. Yeah.
3: It's also about, what? satisfies what you find most satisfying as a gamer, so I feel more satisfied and in, in sort of stimulated if my if I've got a good memory about something, I remember something well and I can mem- and I can totally memorize how to get over that ledge or defeat that boss or I know what he's gonna do next. But there's still it's balanced well with that challenge. I don't really find it satisfying when a game is just hard for the sake of being hard. No, that it's not
0: it has it's to like... be a balance between yeah.
3: randomization and difficulty,
0: because yes. you don't want it, like you said, just to be hard for the sake of being hard, and I look at games like Battletoads and go, that was just plain hard. A lot of enemies, yeah, yeah. really tough, very little health, it's it's not fair.
2: But if you go into it knowing that it's stupid hard, and the goal isn't to beat the game, but to see how yeah. far you make it while having fun.
0: Yeah, that's true. I mean, there was yeah. um,
1: Metal Gear Horizon, the last boss of Metal Gear Horizon is an example of being unfairly hard. It's He's honestly ridiculous. It, took, it must have took me about 40 goals to beat him, and I was only playing on normal, and there's two more difficulty
3: settings above that. Wow. <sighs> he was just I, rock hard. I couldn't get into that game. I tried. I really it. I have
0: it. it still sealed.
3: Wow. I never opened it. I really like
2: that
1: actually. factory sealed.
0: Factory sealed. No, I took it. I, I brought it home, unwrapped it, <laughs> put it That's in a shrink wrap, and then glued it
3: together. That's funny. That is funny because it's called yeah factory sealed. I see what you did there, Jess. <laughs> I don't get it.
2: <laughs> we killed that one.
3: Is your is your is your trails Trails of Cold Steel still sealed? Yeah, and that'll never be opened.
0: Dude.
1: Kingdom Hearts still sealed?
0: Yeah, and that will never be opened. I have Silent Hill 4 sealed. I've got Dark Chronicle sealed. What, oh, I've got so many. Wow.
1: So if you re-bought Dark Chronicle? Because you've played it before.
0: Well, I have Dark Cloud 2. Mark oh. Haddock, our listener, sent me a sealed copy of Dark Chronicle. Oh. Yeah. Uh, That's... Jack Grant also known as Tom Reagan 2 sent an email.
1: (laughs) Oh, you missed off Sam's second question. Oh, did I? Yes.
0: No, I didn't. You did? I did not, Dan. I put that email together. (laughs) Yeah, but you haven't read it out. I'm getting to it. That's Jack Grant's question. Oh,
2: Jesus.
0: (laughs) You act like I don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) I mean, chances are fair that I really don't. (laughs)
1: sorry, I do apologize you didn't specify in the email that there were separate people
0: I didn't specify that there were any people I just said, here are some questions to ponder we generally get more than one you should
1: give us all the information, shouldn't you? no!
2: I agree,
0: I think Uh, you're holding out on us I mean, next time I'll put the the email the timestamp what I was eating when I got it thank you
2: I think you're being a little dramatic now
3: yeah you would just be going too far now, Eric. Get your well, shit together. I won't go that far. <laughs>
1: Thank you, guys.
0: Can Thank you I read Jack's <laughs> email? Sure. Jack writes in, I will get straight to the question. Just cut to the point. I like it. What's the best gaming experience you've ever had? Whether it's been couch co-op at Christmas or just having a long Morrowind playthrough. It could even be a board game if that's the case. And I actually ask this, because I have recently gotten super into Dungeons & Dragons, which seems amazing. Thanks for the good times. Standards for life. Jack Grant. P.S. <laughs> if you all played some d and I think I would die of laughter.
2: Can we please? <laughs> that would be hilarious. So I
0: was thinking about this. We oh, would, God. We would need... Has, I've never played D&D. Have you guys?
3: No. Yeah. No, I don't think so. You've Is this why you D&D? just
0: make it up and just go nuts? Do you know
2: who has played a lot, though? Who? Kev.
0: So here's what I propose. I think this would be a hilarious show. Is if we had somebody come in who's experienced and be the dungeon master and we just do an episode of us playing Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs>
2: yeah, I don't think I could DM.
0: No, we would need someone experienced to DM. Um, I don't even know what that means. So. Dungeon master. And we'd have to be drinking while we do it.
3: Yes.
2: See... <laughs> We'll ask Kev because I don't know if he's DM'd or not. And that would be amazing. So,
0: if somebody here is a good DM, let us know. Like, I would like to make this happen. We'd have to set aside, like, four hours for a show.
2: Uh, so- like, 12 hours.
0: No, I'm not doing a 12 hour show.
2: Yeah, do a 12 hour show.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if we could. Re- so much alcohol. We should make that as a Patreon goal if we hit x amount of dollars we will do a 12 hour D &D show oh my god could you imagine how shit show that would be i would be on the floor would it be as fun we'd have to have webcams set up so we could see each other though yeah and dress up yes guys this is gonna happen help us make this happen
2: i'm so excited
0: as long as we get to make our own characters with backstories
2: I feel like we should make each other's characters with backstories.
0: That would be even better. Can I be an elven mage with a constantly shifting accent? Well, yeah, naturally. (laughs) Because we have to stay in character.
2: I'm so excited we can dress up! Get some!
0: Or what would be even better is if we could all get together in one location to play it.
3: Yeah, the world is much smaller these days. We should do that. It ties I into Tom last week where you
1: guys said you're coming over to England and we're going to go on holiday.
0: We're going to come on a holiday to your house and Crystal's going to be the dungeon master. Oh, God. Yes. <laughs> I feel like she's good at standard that. Standard home She could plan. be the drink server. <laughs> standard, <laughs> <home master. laughs> standard what? She's my dungeon
1: master.
2: Whips <laughs> <sighs> and chain. Okay,
0: to Jack's question, best gaming experience you've ever had?
1: I have one. It's again my grandmother at Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) He's just and Guitar Hero World Tour came out and you had the band thing. I got it for Uh, Christmas. And I have very fond memories of me playing the drums, my granddad on the guitar, and my gran singing band on the run by wings. (laughs) Oh wow. That's
2: amazing. And it was
1: just hilarious. Did she fall over? She didn't fall over that yet, but she did spectacularly <laughs> on guitar. <laughs> she didn't wow. know the song that was the best bit. <laughs> she was just trying to sing it, and she'd but had a that bit song of. Quiet. Doesn't
2: have a lot of words.
0: Isn't it just it repeating "Band on the Run"?
2: That's what I, the, I thought. Sh-
0: band on the Run. For the longest time, I thought it was "Man on the Run."
1: And uh, yeah, me too. Another one of my most fond gaming memories. Well, there's actually two. Was going around my friends all summer to play on poke, no, not Pokemon, sorry, um, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2 to get all the gaps. Oh, uh, yeah. Hawk Primo Carrera. Oh, yeah. That's and awesome. also, another one was going around my friends and playing international track and field on multi-tap.
2: Yeah.
0: Dan, <laughs> you said one. Dude, I was the hit at international track and field. You're I, about I was PS never one? good at those button-mashing you,
3: you just put your fingers under your t-shirt and then rub X and circle no, 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 really no, fast. No, 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 no. <laughs> I can idea. do
0: it. We've, we developed a way where it's like you're having a controlled seizure with the controller. Oh, a turbo pack! <laughs> Every event I can world record <laughs> by multiple seconds. Every event.
3: I, I love that game.
0: Let me, let me give you a taste of it. i got a controller here right now. You ready? <laughs> oh,
3: sounds like serious. the noise you do with your mouth. Great action, great
0: action there. That actually hurt my collarbone doing that. Holy shit. Good, don't my co- ever do my it. No, my, my track and field days might be over from my collarbone injury.
1: I thought you were meant to be stronger with your bionic shoulder. I,
0: I can't seizure the controller properly. Ah! <laughs> Eric's just dislocated
1: his shoulder joint.
0: <laughs> no, because like, you tense up your right shoulder, you get it really stiff, and then you just put your f- one thumb over each button and you just shake. And you hmm. set world records.
2: That sounds like something I really want to do.
0: It sounds like something that should
1: be in the Olympics.
0: So that's one of my favorite memories is playing track and field with my uncle because we developed that. Okay. Um, the other one was after Grand Theft Auto 3 came out. Used to get a bunch of guys together. We'd have sleepovers, slumber parties.
1: Oh yeah, in the PGA. And uh... We would just fight.
0: sit and play Grand Theft Auto, and we would give, e- we would give each other one car.
2: <laughs> what? What'd you do?
0: Give each other one car.
2: I got really excited and uh. the disappointed.
0: <laughs> there were no curling <laughs> irons involved, Jess. <laughs> so the rule was you had to get into a car. First, whichever car you got into, that was your car. Once that car was destroyed or you lost it, then you had to pass the controller. And we would just do this oh, for yeah. hours. Nice. I was shit. I mean, Dan can attest to this with Saints Row. I was shit at cars. Oh, yeah. They would <laughs> you just don't just, care. They would be destroyed in seconds. So I was like, constantly <sighs> passing the controller. And it just kind of became okay. a, a hilarious thing. It's like, how long is it uh, going to take to destroy yeah. this car? Um, mm. The other bar- parts were getting friends together to play LAN parties of Halo 2. Uh, my buddy would call me up. He's like, Hey, parents are out of town. Bring your TV, bring your Xbox, bring your router. And we would just have cables strung throughout his house. And, uh, listening to people yell and scream at each other throughout the house, playing Halo is just one of my fondest memories of gaming <laughs> in high school. Cause yeah. there were a few of us that were way better than other people. So they would f- try to find ways to split us up so that first of all, we couldn't be on the same team. Um, but just yelling and screaming and cussing at each other throughout the house is just—it was a good time. Like, so those are some of the most fond memories.
3: Nice.
1: I just, um, I just had I say, like Streets of Rage back in the day and stuff like that as well. Playing that with my friends.
3: Yeah, I'd, I Streets of Rage would be be one of mine. Like playing that with my dad. And um, oh. another experience was. I played this online game called One Versus 100 on the Xbox 360. Oh, yeah. It was like a quiz oh. game, and I was once oh, yeah. selected as the as the one. And uh, I was just, my heart was beating so fast because I was like, it's fucking live. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm answering questions and shit. And, uh, yeah, I think I won, like, 800 Microsoft points or something. Um, but, oh. yeah, it was pretty, pretty intense. Uh, then Done, Tom. Another was when I was in... Slovenia and I entered a FIFA tournament and I got as far as the semi-final and then we wanted to go out and drink so I just gave the control to someone else and then that guy went on to win the whole thing and then he found me later on in the night and gave me half a bottle of champagne oh, <laughs> um, I think
0: my favorite gaming memory of yours yeah. that you shared is when you came into that Tekken tournament and just rocked the tits yeah, off people. that was
3: literally on my list as my last my last memory of a, a really great game experience when i just turned up at a house party and um some guy was some an expert a tekken and i just came in and beat him and then left that was that was pretty good <laughs> <I grew up. laughs> but we we also had those land parties as well where we take our pcs around somebody's house and then f- cables everywhere and we just do it for the h- whole weekend it was we were f- just filthy teenagers just uh eating pot noodles and it's amazing games. how times have changed
0: because that just doesn't happen anymore.
3: No, I know. We have
2: it's, land parties uh, on campus. Like, really? they usually have pretty huge ones. Yeah, but they're Are doing this? that
0: to be retro, aren't they? It's not because they want to. Uh, it's not because they have to. That's the thing.
2: It's yeah. not because they have to. It's because they want to.
3: Yeah. I they heard that. it was
1: cool back in the day, and then they're trying it.
3: It was awesome. We'd play Half Life, Counter Strike, Battlefield. And because this is like just before broadband was mainstream, we'd share all of our music and movies and stuff as well. So you'd leave the band party with a ton of new games and, and media, basically. That was really cool. That's piracy, Tom. No.
1: <laughs> sharing. We've come full circle. Far,
3: far sharing. Was, you know what far sharing was like in
0: 1999 oh, yeah. Kazaa, LimeWire. Yeah.
2: Oh my yeah. God, Kazaa!
3: Yeah, bear are you share. getting a
0: virus?
1: Are
3: you getting a song? Are you getting pornography? All of the above. It was the ultimate roulette. <laughs> oh man, yeah, I'll never forget accidentally getting a porno. <laughs> accidentally? Yes. <yeah. laughs>
0: I don't believe accidentally.
3: It really was, but it was still quite funny. I kept the file, obviously. Well done. For educational it like, purposes. It took like a week to download. I wasn't going to delete it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Jess, what that, about you? That was my internet until about two months ago.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um One summer, my sister and I were obsessed with Perfect Dark. and would literally play it all of the time. All of the time. The N64
0: or the 361?
2: Yes. N64. <laughs> okay, and. Good. When you hit, like, the screen, it says ready and waiting. And so we would have competitions to see who could be, like, ready first. And I don't know. Still to this day, it will be, like, ready and waiting. Ready and waiting. Oh, man. Which is fun. Um, But we also, like, board game-wise, my parents took me to PEI in grade 9, which... I don't know if um, you guys have ever heard of PEI, but it's our smallest province that has literally nothing on it except for freaking lobsters and potatoes. Isn't that, that is Prince,
3: Prince Edward Island? Yeah, yeah, I hated That's it. Fantastic
0: place.
2: It's so pretty. Like as a grown-up, you'd be like, "Oh, this is so relaxing." As yeah. a teenager, I was like, "Oh, kill me." But we had <laughs> uh, a <laughs> monopoly game that we started there and it lasted for five years because we would play it for a little bit and then we would pack it up like write down where everyone was put it away and then take it out in another like few months play it for a little bit put it away but it lasted for five years that's a lot of information to write down i know (laughs) and that was before like you could just take a picture of the board with your phone
0: why didn't you take a picture with a camera
2: because then you'd have to get it developed. Stop
0: Which is it. still well, less time than it would take to write it all down.
2: Well, easy there, money bags.
1: I suppose it's in terms of board games as well. It's not really a board game. It's more of a card game. I, I was obsessed with collecting Pokemon cards back in the day. Yeah. And uh, we we didn't know how it worked at first. And then we finally figured out the rules and we all made our decks one. And then we have six weeks off for, during the summer holidays at school and we played pokemon cards for like that entire six weeks we had a championship going on and everything where we would and um i actually won the championship and i held it for about four weeks before somebody figured out the way to beat my deck mm-hmm. and it was, it was so good it's just such a fond memory i have of that
2: i so mad like i have no idea where my binder went of pokemon cards like i wish i still had it
1: i still have my i have um I have a base set too, shiny Charizard, which I think is <gasps> worth a fortune.
3: <laughs> nice. I've still got my shiny Charizard, just from the first, the original I, deck.
1: When I got Charizard for the first time, I was shaking with excitement because it was yeah. the hype was so real. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. I could I don't know what it was. I got that when I got that pack of cards. I was just I was convinced in my head that I was going to get it, and I did get it, and it just it blew my mind. Yeah. And I went straight around my friends as soon as I got home from the shops and went, look what I've got. And everybody was like, give me it. And I was like, no.
2: See, yeah. I was really excited for Ponita okay. she was my favorite. She wasn't right. really good. She was very common, though. But she was my favorite. <laughs> um,
3: Can't take that away from me.
2: No. And D&D, hilarious, because that's kind of up. We were playing... Um, What was it called? It was like a tabletop role-playing game, but I can't remember what it was called. But it was really fun. It was like a steampunky one. And we wanted to buy um, property and have a clubhouse, but our DM wasn't letting us because you're not allowed to do that. And we also convinced him that we could turn my horse into a unicorn by getting a narwhal horn and, like, Attaching it to my horse so she could be a unicorn, but we ended up buying a vineyard so we could hire people so they could make us money on the side, and then we could buy a clubhouse. Huh. Super lame, but it was really fun. Well,
3: it was a good experience. One of the best gaming experiences you ever had.
1: Mhm. A good question. Lots of answers for that one. Yeah could think of probably if we really thought about it, I imagine we could talk about it for hours.
0: Oh, yeah. But I mean, unfortunately, we do have to put a stop to it somewhere. We do. Next week on Factory Sealed, Dan's gone. I am. Yes. Forever. The following hey. week, Dan's <laughs> Take gone. Care, Dan. Take care, Dan. Dan is making his slow departure. I, that he doesn't I'm know about. I'm here for
1: life now, guys. Sorry.
2: <laughs> Lifer.
0: It's a cathartic release.
2: It is. It's fun.
0: Until you get married and have kids and Crystal says no more show.
2: Then just get divorced like me.
3: Uh, yeah. I'm <laughs> <have> a dog <laughs> who shits oh. on the
0: floor.
2: Oh, no. uh,
0: and next I know. Can I change week... my name
1: to Rugmuncher.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: Next week, Jess and Tom and I will be playing Harvest Moon, Friends of Mineral Town on the Game Boy Advance. Mmm. Yeah. Mm, delicious. Chums of Mineral Town. Mmm. Chums. <laughs> Chaps. Acquaintances. <laughs> Partners. <laughs> Pals. <God. laughs> mates mate ch- i like chums chums is the best <laughs> that's Good what we're going to be playing um the week after that i think we're going to be doing some wario land we're Yay. kind of on a little bit of a mobile game kick right now yeah hand, it's, not the, mobile, it's, it's not mobile dan it's not it's mobile some handheld love handheld love. Ah, oh, yes <laughs> well, you have to use when your hand for in, that. I involved, Jess. I'm afraid. And then after that, the 28th of this month, it will be our first episode of our Dark Cloud 2 playthrough for yeah me and Dan.
3: Oh, I'll listen to that on holiday.
0: Yeah, you're kicking us out. Well, you guys said you were going to be here that day. <laughs> <laughs> God yeah, almighty. Yeah. And then coming down the pipeline, we are planning to do a full Vice City playthrough. Yes. Get our eighties on. Looking forward to that so much. Leg warmers.
3: Push it to the limit.
2: I was gonna say, like, I feel like you have to wear a white suit.
0: Snort a ton of crack the I'm off gonna a wear Tommy Versetti's classic
2: With blue
1: like, palm tree shirt.
2: Yeah. yeah. Some nice shades.
1: And I'm going to enter the podcast to Billy Jean, just as you do at the start of
0: Vice
2: So we need webcams for that show too. Oh
0: yeah. Okay.
3: God, I Dear. love Vice City.
0: That's all coming up. Uh,
3: Daniel. Hello. How are you?
1: Exactly oh, yeah. well, thank you. All. you all?
3: Not, not this again, gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Thomas, we do apologize. It's a good story
0: <sighs> we have. Uh, Dan, where can we find you on the old Twitter twatter?
1: On the old Twitter or Twitter, you can find me at Frosted Slough.
0: Yamis.
3: Hello. Hi, where can we find you? I'm at Hyper Jelly. Jess. Yes. Hi.
2: Hello.
0: <laughs> what even <is> that <laughs> It sounds
1: like a constipated English grandma. <laughs>
0: So was, it really wasn't your dog that was pooping on the floor? <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, it wasn't.
0: Now that you live alone, all common decency has gone out
3: the window?
2: Well, last oh. time I pooped in a toilet, apparently I flushed my keys down it, so...
3: <laughs> so you were shitting. No, I wasn't. <laughs> <Anywhere>. <laughs> she just admitted Girl, to it. Tom, girls don't shit. Oh, yeah, of course. They it flock. just
0: evaporates.
2: No, but, like, it was... <laughs> Because I didn't poop, there was a half a second where I was like, <laughs> shit, I can just throw my hand in there. And then I was like, oh my god, public toilet.
0: You can wash uh. your hands. Yeah. Uh, See,
1: if you were like Eric in a Target, you could have just went and bought some rubber gloves and went back in.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but back to my initial question, Jess, where can we find you on Twitter?
2: Uh, I'm a Jess.
0: You can find me at Honest Pizza or the show at Factory underscore Sealed. Facebook.com slash FactorySealed or at Factory-Sealed.com. If you would like to support us on Patreon, Patreon.com slash FactorySealed, we have a couple requests. First of all, help us make this D&D thing happen. If you're super big into the D&D world and know of a way we could make this happen, because I know there are people that do Skype D&D games. It just, Mm. it it has to be a thing. Yeah, it is a thing. Okay. Help us plan this because I think that would be hilarious. And you can get like online
2: um, dice rollers as well because I don't know, then you don't have to go out and buy dice and then we can't cheat.
0: We would make that a webcam show. Absolutely. (laughs) Second of all, we are in the market for some new artwork. Oh we need an we want a new iTunes image. we need a new logo, and we want it to be done in an old Nintendo power style artwork. If that makes sense. It doesn't It does.: We're hoping that somebody out there is a good artist and a great listener and would be willing to do something for us. We do have cash dollars to pay. But not lots. Yeah, so don't think that we're going to drain the coffers for you, or we'll <laughs> send might you, send some you something nice as well. Yeah, Dan will send you some money because he can't make anything. Correct. Uh, Eric yeah, will like send you
2: curling iron.
0: No, you'll send. Will it be a used one?
2: That's why I can't send it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you could some buy a new one. Some people would probably like that.
4: So gross! (laughs) Oh god.
1: Mm. I'm just cringing here. (laughs)
2: Yeah, I don't think any. Good job. We're done.
0: I hit it. All right, guys. That's gonna do it for this week. We'll see you all next week.
1: Bye. Good day. Tatty boy.
0: Feck off, cup.